I don't care if you decided to rule by respect all night if you up smash that like button welcome to black and black and infinity i'm your host Cthulhu, buddy come to you live and direct from the vista smoke me out fam with all that dang shit on my left your boy blue a wise man once said if you drown in a pussy just going to the butt <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> on my far right, engineering all the ones that do the jump people out on the bridge for us, Kronos. Happy Kwanzaa, y'all. It's day mm. four, I think? It's four, right? Something like that, yeah. Four days? Yeah, yeah, four. We'll talk about Kwanzaa in a minute, but yeah, I learned some new stuff about Kwanzaa and other stuff. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. I know if you go back and if you rewind the tape, I said Kwanzaa was a bullshit holiday. That was me being a dumbass. So, if you want to say it's a made-up holiday... It's fine, but so are all holidays. They're all fucking made up. So, who cares? Anyway, let's get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Hopefully, we may have Stitch joining us. He may just uh, jump on in at some point. Old Ninja's in the wind, but uh, you got some statistics for us, Kronos. I do have the statistics. And let's see. Listen of the week would be Serenity Bisbo. Thank you very much for, uh, for listening to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And first in the chat would be my boy Mike. What's going on? He says, happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. Um, I wonder if that uh, that user is a, a Sailor Moon fan. Serenity? Maybe. Or a Serenity fan. Well, actually, you know what? That's in the American version because the real name is like like Ursula or something like that. Mm. Are you so... Yeah, Sailor Moon, like the girl, like the American version that gave her name um, Serenity. But the Japanese version of her name is like, uh, like you, it's you something. Uh, let me see. I looked at, uh, I don't know Sailor Moon all like that. That should fuck me up because, like, they, they re released the new animation and, uh, it's like Sailor Moon Crystal. And they kept calling her, like, a different name. I was like, what the, that's, that's not her name. Her name is Serenity. But it's, uh, it's, oh, God, I can't think of how to pronounce this. Usagi? Usagi. Okay. Yeah. Good shit, good shit. Fucking weird. <laughs> we do not have uh, Old Ninja with us. He usually pours out some type of beverage for the dearly departed. It's usually urban. And he, he brings it. But uh, I think we do have some folks on the list. Some heavy hitters, I think, right? We do. So uh, I think you should probably talk about John Madden, since you are more of a football fan than I am at this point anyway. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I stopped watching the NFL, but uh, I will say this. Oh, wait, hold uh, on. You stopped watching the NFL? What? Why did yeah, you? Yeah, dude, I, I stopped for like, this is like year four or five now. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Um, what was yeah. your reason? On, why'd you stop? Oh, for me, it was all about, uh, you know, I was a Raider fan and them leaving California. I was like, nah, fuck it. Oh, all right. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> all right. I mean, there's, well. other good, there's other good legitimate reasons, of course, but. Oh, yeah. What do you have? Watch shit, Jesus Christ. There's a whole, there's like Damn. three, three heavy hitters on this one. Actually, two super heavy hitters. Yeah. Well, here. I mean, let's, let's do Madden first. Uh, John Madden, he's from, I know he's, and I'm going to, I'm going to free ball it though. From <laughs> Daly City, I believe. Uh, he was a Super Bowl winning coach uh, for the Raiders back in like 70s. Obviously a broadcaster in the NFL for like 30 plus years with Pat Summerall. Uh, he was he was famous for doing the color commentary. He was excellent at like just giving these insightful like little tidbits on life and jokes and shit uh, while uh, calling the fucking game. And like he, he was also famous for. Stitches came in. 
Oh, yeah, man. We're talking about that. Ah, uh, sweet. I got caught up a little bit, but, uh, um, yeah, I didn't mean to get with your thoughts. Yeah, so I, I, I was just giving a little bit of background, telling folks from Daily City, Super Bowl winning coach, broadcaster, and the fact that he was famous for never getting on fucking airplanes. He was always like, <laughs> I'm going to take a bus there every single fucking time. <laughs> Fuck your planes. Because uh, he had, a, I believe, a phobia of flying and whatnot. But um, the, the biggest thing for me is, obviously, he, he put his name on uh, video games for a football franchise that has been around since early 90s i think or late 80s i mean it's been forever in a fucking day yeah, yeah. like weren't they even like on the old old school like sega genesis games were, yep they, there were mad Super games Nintendo. before that God damn i mean it's it's been literally forever and it's annualized obviously god damn not i think hold on real quick from, uh, i think it was 1988 there you go Jesus Christ. Yeah, this was back, so... Yeah. Back in 88, it was on fucking DOS. God damn! I'm yep. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's... Back in the day, there yeah, was like, like... There was a few, like, decent um, football games. There was, all, there was um, you know, Madden, which... When Madden first came out on DOS, nobody fucking played that shit, to be honest with you. It was, on Genesis, probably where most people... Played it on the NES, which was John Madden Football, which came out in the 90s. Um, but there was also... What the fuck? There was also a whole bunch of other like really good football games out back then. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, what was that? 10-yard... Yeah, Tecmo Bowl was a great one. 10-yard flight. There was a whole bunch of other ones. But over yep. the, the thing with Madden, though, is they kept getting better and better and better. And then they just kept it kind of the same for a while. <laughs> slightly better, slightly worse. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But you got to remember, too, they... The NFL license isn't like shared now. You know what I mean? No, so they crushed it. You, if, yeah, if you if you want to play, if you're like a Jets fan or New York Giants or Miami Dolphins, whatever fan you are, and you want to play as those players, it's Madden or fucking nothing. So yeah. that that's the thing, and so his name just became synonymous uh, for a whole generation since again, like Chrono uh, said, since the late '80s with this video game monster franchise so stitch you want to jump in yeah i mean you you pretty much said it uh it it did start out where um they had just like cities like it would be like chicago versus dallas and stuff Mm -hmm. then eventually i think tecmo bowl was the one that first had the nflpa approval to have the names in the uh, the game, and then Madden just was like, "Yeah, give me that," and just snatched it like Debo's. How about Madden? <laughs> like how about his voice too, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, I mean, it, he's it's so sad because it's like he he's an icon and everything. And we, I mean, in our time on this fucking planet, we've we've had some icons that that really have like stamped their name on certain like genres, like we. And it sucks that they've passed. Like we talk about, like Hugh Hefner, the past. He was a fucking icon in name. Uh, you just have all these. I mean, he did it in two separate fucking things. I mean, he was an already elite fucking NFL coach, Super Bowl winning, Hall of Fame coach, and then turned it into a completely different direction. Ash just yeah, with just games, and it's just like. I'm sure there are a shit ton of people that have never heard John Madden fucking do commentary even in a in a in a broadcasting booth 
but know him for that fucking game. And that game has just been just printing money. And like you said, I mean, the game is sort of just rinse, repeat, roster updates. But, I mean, they it's, it's still synonymous. It's just... You don't even say what year it is. You don't say, oh, I got Madden 2022 or whatever. It's just, I got Madden. And it's, <laughs> everyone knows that's what, that's the new game that you're getting and shit. And, uh, I mean, he did, I guess, he grew, I didn't know he grew up in Daly City. I, I heard he, like, lived in, like, the Dublin area, but he's, he's in the Bay Area, uh, regardless. And, um, really sucks that, uh, I mean, he's not really, I guess, with us anymore and stuff. He's sort of just been on the, on the low. And I guess I haven't really heard too much uh, like from him, but I, regardless, 85 years old, I believe it was, he, he lived till. Yeah. So fucking amazing life and definitely uh, his, his legacy just will, his legacy ain't going nowhere. I mean, it's going to be, while we're going to be long gone and they're still going to be printing out Madden football games <laughs> and printing money off of it. So kudos to him and just building an empire. He taught people how to read defenses like if you've never <laughs> touched the football in your life just playing the Madden franchise you know oh it looks like they're showing blitz here oh it's covered yeah. too oh this is man versus zone and things like that that just sound like a foreign language to the average person uh based on this video game <laughs> you know what i mean it makes sense to people so kudos like, I to him I also feel like, you know, EA is probably one of the bigger publisher of the Madden games, but like, I feel like Madden kind of built up the other genres of like, like basketball games and soccer and all that. Like they all kind of follow the same formula that the Madden games do. Like a franchise. You know, we got yeah. the players, we got the licenses, and even like almost, even like the covers are damn near the fucking same. You got the player, you got that, the number one player of the, I mean, I don't know if it's the one number one player, but you got the, that one player that's in the front cover and it's the same for all different other uh, but, gaming. But there's a Madden curse. So you don't. You don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. <laughs> All of a sudden, you got herpes and got a broken leg, and your wife's beating you up, <laughs> and you have your wife or some shit. It's yeah. just Dude, that shit terrible. was like clock... go to jail for dog fighting. Yeah. That, yeah. That shit was like clockwork. Like literally for I don't know seven, eight years, a decade plus, whatever it was. Like the following year after you were on the fucking cover of the box, you would have problems, injuries, yeah. legal problems. You yeah. know, death, whatever the fuck would go wrong. Drunk driving. Except for, I think, Tom Brady. Tom Brady made it through. Yeah. But, yeah. like, no, yeah, the trying. rest of them, I mean, like, if, if I named off who was on the cover, and then you'd be like, oh, well, they got it. They have issues now. Mm hmm. Um, there was a bunch. <laughs> there, was a, there was a bunch. Hold on. I'm trying to get to a point to where, yeah, Eddie George, Dante Culpepper, Marshall Falk, yeah. Michael Vick, Ray Lewis, <laughs> Donovan McNabb. <laughs> Sean Alexander, Falk. keep going. Yeah, I was gonna say Falk and, and McNabb though had, had pretty decent careers, but maybe the following year. I, yeah, yeah, I think like it was the following year. year. Yeah, Vince yeah. Young, uh, Brett yeah. Favre, which is like you know that's when he started his down sort of his downfall. Troy Polamalu, Larry Fitzgerald, Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's a whole bunch who were just like after they were on there, they just kind of wow. you know. Actually <laughs> They actually have that shit listed on, on the a part of the Wikipedia or yeah. wiki for, for the Manny game. It's yeah. a, a real thing. a section that says curse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Beckham's on there. Just just a whole bunch. Anyway, I was trying to think of like when we're talking about John Madden. Because obviously when it comes... Because I, I think that people are more familiar... People that, are, that have played Madden games... First, I think there's a whole subset of people that never play football. 
and that don't even watch football, but they play fucking Madden games. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think, who, what other athlete or you know sports icon reached anywhere near that level? And to, in my mind, there's really only one, but nowhere near that level, and it's Tony Hawk. But it was only Tony Hawk yeah. from like fucking years ago. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Tony Hawkins, mm-hmm. you know, back in like the early 2000s, the Tony Hawk games were the shit. But he didn't do it like the yeah. John Madden. It wasn't every year where they were updating, you know, the latest, you know, uh, skaters and the latest places and stuff like that. They just didn't do that. What Madden did was they they proved that they can make a franchise off of his name and just update it every single year off of this sport. And, you know, 2K tried to do it, but then they, they crushed 2K because they got the licenses to the NFL. I think recently they kind of fixed that. And then other franchises, like we, like, like we mentioned, started doing that too to, like, try to put things on lock to where basically just update. You do some incremental updates to the gameplay, maybe some of the graphics, and then the rosters, and then just keep it going from there. Um, and Madden's, like, the, basically, this is almost like what COD does now. They do, like, the Madden effect of where... <laughs> Look, look, look at the look at COD Call of Duty. Sorry, if people that you should know what fucking COD means. Anyway, Call of Duty. <laughs> I was like, cash on delivery. What? The yeah, fuck? <laughs> if, you, if you play Call of Duty now, it's like base. You get in the same fucking gameplay. You get in this pretty much the same weapons. Um, if you do a multiplayer, you're even getting the same fucking maps on a lot of them. They do like, oh, we're gonna do the throwback <laughs> for like you know two games ago. We're bringing it back. Blah 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 blah. And that's to me, it's like it's a Madden style of you know really doing a game franchise. And honestly, I I can't fault because they're making fucking gajillion dollars. You know, <laughs> John Madden changed gaming. So he probably he probably also changed football, but he definitely changed gaming. What's yeah. so crazy? Like I'm I'm not the biggest sports fan, but I've definitely played a couple of the Madden games, like a, a good handful of them, like over the the fucking decades of his games being out there but like a lot of this shit that i didn't know about it like i didn't know he was like i knew he was a commentator but i didn't know he was a football coach for the oakland raiders yeah <laughs> for a while and like he took him or did he did they win a uh did he win the super bowl with the raiders yeah okay he did. yeah yeah, but yeah I'll, I'll, i just know him doing commentation and like most of the stuff i know of him is just all madden games like boom <laughs> like yeah. little catchphrases and stuff well, and, and, and then one other big thing to mention, too, I mean, you know, I, I don't play Madden anymore. Obviously, I did for years and years and years, but like, it's an eSport, too. You know what I mean? They have yeah. ridiculously well-funded tournaments and all that other stuff, and it's popular on streaming and all of that oh, shit. Like, it, it's, it's big-time shit. So, just putting that out there. Man, we could go on and on on Madden. What else, who else we got? Yeah, uh, so we also have Harry Reid, who is a um, political figure. So give me a second here. I, you know what's funny is I just I read a book on not necessarily Harry Reid, but it was one of Harry Reid's um, main not advisor. I think it was an advisor. Anyway, it was it was a book about uh, the Jesus Christ. I forget the name of that goddamn thing now. That screws up the entire Congress. Kill Switch, the one? Yeah, it's called Kill Switch. Thank you. And it's about yeah. the filibuster. And it's about how... And it was one of Harry Reid's like, main people that, that wrote it. And it's a great book. And it, it gave me some insight into Harry Reid. Also how they use the filibuster really well, but then also kind of fucked it up because now you see what the Republicans are doing. I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I'm just saying um, they use the filibuster during 
Obama's President Obama's era, and then uh, this is why we see the issues that we have now because they use it kind of too much, and now the uh, Republicans are doing the same thing, but even worse, of like not getting anything through Congress. So it's a great book if you want to if you if you want to understand why shit ain't getting done in Congress, read Kill Switch. So it, it's it's left leaning, but it's still a good book to really understand like the historical context on like how filibustering was like super racist, still kind of is. But, um, yeah, it's breaking Congress. Anyway, let me read um, the eloquent things that uh, Old Ninja had to say about uh, <laughs> Senator Harry Reid. I thought I was going to be on here. If I, if I knew it was not going to be on, I would have wrote it my own thing. Anyway, he was a, a Nevada Democrat, Democratic senator who heavily influenced Barack Obama for his run, run for president. So did, uh, you know, Oprah, but... Uh, he grew up in a small small mining town with no running water to become the longest living Senate Majority Leader. He was instrumental in passing the Affordable Health Care Act, uh, was a rival of Mitch McConnell, and he died of pancreatic cancer at the age of 82. God damn. Anytime I hear about somebody that has like some, pancre- some pancreas issues, that's like a terrible... Because I, I had an issue for like a long time with my pancreas, and it's a fucking terrible way to, to go, because I know that... The vast majority of folks that have like an issue with the pancreas and they die from it, they're probably dying screaming. So, yeah, it's fucking brutal. Or just super drugged up and don't know what the fuck they are. So yeah, that's terrible. Um, he definitely put his stamp on American history, um, but kind of behind the scenes. So if you read Kill Switch, you'll understand more about who he was as a person, at least from like filibustering and stuff like that. So, yeah. And the book is called Kill Switch: The Rise of the Modern. Uh, Senate and yes. the crippling of America de- Democrat democracy Dem- democracy sorry yes. democracy that's a word yes <laughs> here we go all right who else we got we also have uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu which we all should know he was uh, definitely a part of uh, abolishing the South African apartheid so that's probably where most of us knew him from we're a little bit older than maybe some of our listeners but apartheid was still a thing when we were um you know growing up and kind of still is now i mean to be honest with you and like more than just you know south africa but anyway desmond uh desmond uh miplu i i don't know why he puts the whole name in there but tutu was a south african anglican uh bishop and theologian known for his work as an anti-apartheid and human rights activist for six decades Tutu was eventually known as the Arch, was one of the primary voices for exonerating South African, I'm sorry, for exhorting the South African government to end apartheid, the country's official policy of racial segregation. As an activist, he stressed uh, nonviolent protests and foreign economic pressure to bring out universal suffrage, to bring about universal suffrage. After apartheid ended in the early 90s and long imprisoned, Nelson Mandela became president of the country. Tutu was named chair of South African's Truth and Reconciliation Commission. The commission was set up to investigate past human rights abuses committed by both pro and anti-apartheid groups. Uh, Tutu's civil rights and human rights work led to prominent honors from the world, including the 1984 Nobel Peace Prize. It's pretty awesome. Former, uh, former U.S. President Barack Obama awarded him the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2009. He retired from public office, in, or from public life in 2010. He's remembered for having a great sense of humor. 
he has been in ill health for years. In 2013, he underwent tests for a persistent infection. He was admitted to several hospitals several times in the following years. He died of cancer at the age of 90. Incredible, incredibly powerful speaker, incredible, incredibly powerful, uh, really just fighter for human rights. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, I encourage, especially from an American perspective, read about how the U.S. government and just people, U.S. officials talked about the apartheid regime in South Africa during the 70s, 80s and early 90s. It's disturbing and disgusting. Um, the U.S. supported the hell out of the racist, white supremacist uh, regime in South Africa that was completely repressive. Um, one of the other really incredible books to read, even though it isn't about Desmond Tutu per se, but uh, read uh, Noah Trevor Noah's Born a Crime, because he talks about those, you know, growing up in apartheid South Africa. Uh, with um, basically his white mother and uh, black father, their marriage being illegal, you know? So just, again, think of it, and he's about our age. So just think about that, put it all in perspective. But again, back to Desmond Tutu, an incredible person. Look him up even on YouTube. Just listen to the, the way he spoke about people. It was just uh, an incredibly powerful thing. Yeah. That's all I got. Anyway, man, those were heavy ones. You got any others? Big hitters. No. I mean, we probably like killed somebody's, you know, I guess innocence. Yeah. Somebody five. You killed somebody five. <laughs> all, all this heavy shit you guys talking about. What the fuck's wrong with you guys? It's supposed to be about nerd shit. That is nerd shit, goddammit. Yeah, be, be a nerd that understands historical perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Oh, what I say, uh, if if you don't learn from history, then history is doomed to repeat its shit. Hell, fucking yeah. Yeah, you know what's pissing me off right now? Like the, uh, you know what really grinds my gears? Sorry, I had to say. Don't touch your soapbox, man. <laughs> right now they're digging up all these fucking uh, time capsules. I think it was of General Robert E. Lee. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, why is this news? You just yeah. digging up some racist shit. I, I don't give a fuck about this guy's stuff. Like I, I, don't... I don't know if it. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, it turns out that he was uh he was actually black and doing white things <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> yeah, but he's also he's for slavery. So I don't. Yeah, if you're for slavery, I don't give a fuck what color you are. Fuck you. But yeah, I, I don't. Now they first they found one, and I was like, all right, cool. Now it's gonna end because they found one, and it didn't seem that interesting. I didn't read much about it, and then they found another one. I'm like, god damn it, another one! Like fucking stop. <laughs> Like, listen, news people, you can't have it both ways. You can't tell us that, you know, we're going to pull down all these fucking statues because it's all racist shit. And then also highlight the fact that you're digging up fucking time capsules up from underneath these racist statues. Why are you fuck you covering this? Why are you covering this? Yep. Stop it. I don't give a fuck what yeah, he had. Sad. I don't give a fuck what kind of shoes he had. I don't give a fuck what kind of gun he shot. I don't give a fuck who he fucked. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Fuck him and his couch. He <laughs> destroyed part of America. Him and his whole fucking group. So why are you doing this? Yeah, the, the celebration of the Confederacy is by definition, regardless of your color or whatever, anti-American. Yes. Like, period, point blank treasonous shit so you know 
I I appreciate that it's important uh, to learn and understand all of that American history. I completely am in favor of that, but you don't need to celebrate that for shit. Yeah, it's not that's a cautionary tale. Everything that I've been seeing, they're, they're not giving any sort of like. Oh, well, you know, he also had a bunch of slaves and was for slavery. It's like, oh my god, look at the fucking shoes that he had. Look at all this other... I'm like, no, like, why do you give a fuck? Like, seriously. You applaud applaud people for, like, throwing their, their statues into the ocean, but then also yeah. elevate them again because they had some fucking box made out of bronze in the fucking ground. Like, get the fuck out of here. Stop it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's nice fucking shit. <laughs> oh man! All right, we're we're on fire today. Oh. I'm I'm glad you're back with us. God damn it! Uh, it's been a few weeks. Uh, let's let's start with you, man. You've been you've been missing in action. How how are you? What you been up to? How was Christmas? Uh, Christmas was good. Uh, baby had a, a good old time. Uh, there's a big difference between year one and year two. It's like year one. Uh, well, even technically, she's not two, but she was less than a. I mean, what is it called? Ten months or whatever for the first Christmas. You don't know how old your daughter yeah, so is. <laughs> I did. I did do. I did do quick. I did do quick math from quick last math. year. How old she was <laughs> last year for Christmas? So, but, but it's uh, this year. Stitch. It's this year. Well, yeah, I'm comparing the the difference between her excitement this year oh. with last year, where she didn't really care what was really going on. She wasn't trying to like really unwrap gifts or anything. This year. She was all about just unwrapping. And then, like, the first two gifts, like, she would open up and then try to, like, completely open it up. And then I was just like, no, go on to the next one. And then she finally got the hang of it. It's all about ripping off the wrapping paper. And so she just became a, a wrapping paper machine. And uh, she, had, she had an absolute blast. She got her little tricycle, and uh, she, she thoroughly enjoyed it. She just running around, and uh, we moved into the new place. But uh, we're trying, well, the internet was supposed to get hooked up today. But that shit got delayed. Of course. So we're still dealing with, yeah, we're still dealing with all that crazy shit. But uh, it, it's it's been really really good. Just work's been crazy and and fun and just uh, just dealing with with crazy COVID shit and just whatever. It's it's fucking nuts. It's without saying too much, but it's like COVID is just it's a nonstop Groundhog's Day with this shit. It's just over and over and over again. And it's just like, when, when are people going to fucking learn? It's like, it's just going to have to just start killing people off and all the dumb ones off. It already has. Like, it's never ended. <laughs> it, like, like legit, like 3,000 people died in one day, like not too, like a couple days ago. Like, yep. nobody cares. It's like, that's 9-11. That's more than 9-11. Yep. And nobody cares. It's just like, no, fuck it. My, but then wait, wait the one person gets shot on a fucking movie set that the whole everybody talk about gun control. <laughs> yeah. But here we got fucking school shootings and fucking COVID numbers going up and nobody's fucking batting an eyelash. The thing that gets me with this virus is that you know we were talking about Madden for a long time and you know thinking about football and how intelligent you have to kind of be to learn and read defenses. Fucking COVID read the defense with us. <laughs> like fuck they did their they. They went into the lab and watched film and started practicing <laughs> and shit. And they were like, oh, I got these motherfuckers figured out. I, I know exactly how to get these nasty motherfuckers. This is, <laughs> yeah, so hold on. Just in America. So today is not over. Today's the 29th, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today's the, and don't get me wrong, uh, world, world, Worldometer, this is who I go by because almost 
their numbers are correct. Yeah. Um, just today, and today's not ended, and it's also like, because they go by, I think, UTC, but there's 465,000 new cases today. Yep. Just today. And people are like, well, what? Oh, there's not so many deaths. Okay, fuck you. Yesterday, it was over 2,000 people that died. Today, 1,700 people so far have died. And so there's usually like a delay when it comes to like these numbers. So people look at these things, they're just like, oh, well, you know, especially on the weekends. People look on the weekends, they're just like, oh, not so many people died on the weekend, but just wait, like, wait until Tuesday and then go back and look at the same numbers. Because the same thing happened to me, like, the like this the way I always look at it is I wait until, I'll look at on the days and then wait, if it's on a weekend, wait until a Tuesday. And they get updated. The reason, like, one of the reasons why you don't see uh, large numbers on the weekend is because they're short-staffed, too, but, throughout all of the hospitals and morgues and shit. Sometimes they wait till Monday to collect those fucking numbers for the dead bodies. Yep. So, like, for instance, on Christmas Day, Christmas was on the 25th, that was Saturday, right? Last, yep. Yeah, last Saturday. Last Saturday. Saturday. Like, when, when I first looked at it, it was, like, right around 100,000 people that got infected. But now it's at 269,000. Yep. I mean, not so many deaths. It's, like, less than 1,000. But there's been multiple days where it's been, like, above 1,000, above 2,000, 3,000 deaths. You know, but people are just, like, they're not taking it seriously. I think it's What's crazy over. is that, like, a lot of people are getting, like, reinfected. Like, there's some celebrities that have been getting re- reinfected. Like, uh, I think uh, Doja Cat, she got COVID for the second time. And I think Billie Eilish, she got it for a second time as well. So, you know... And I think she might have been vaccinated, but her symptoms were very mild. So getting a vaccination does lessen the symptoms, less chance, less likelihood of you maybe dying from it. But, you know, you, you can get it multiple times. I'm not sure which variants they got, but yeah, Doja Cat had it like in the very fucking beginning. And then she turned around and got it again like a couple of weeks ago. Reminder, reminder for everybody. We have no idea what the long term effects of this are. Yeah. Don't fuck around. Well, but then we, we don't know. We don't know if if you get it in 2020 or 2021, five years, ten years from now, what some of the long. It, you know, you live through it. Let's say we don't know what those long term health effects are really going to be. So, don't fuck around, y'all. Don't don't fucking play Russian roulette with your fucking health. Try to fucking protect yourself. Don't be like you're acting with a black mom and have her say, uh, try me, bitch. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, I'm going to shit on the current administration because, you know, yep. my, my head goes all around. I don't give a fuck what political party that you're with. Yeah. Um, the current administration has been has, has been doing a really shitty job. They did an okay job at first, but now it's like, it's, it's a fucking shit show again. This is basically like back with the, uh, you know, the former president, you know, with, in his days. Then just doing bullshit. A couple of weeks ago, Jen Psaki, who is the uh, the press secretary, so, like a uh, one of the press people, like they asked her, like, "Hey, why don't why don't you send out, like, excuse me, sorry to burp, why don't you send out tests to everybody, like in America?" And then she mocked them and said, "Well, how much would that cost? Why are we going to send you know that the test to everybody? Like, do you even know how much that would cost? Like, first of all, fuck the cost. These are human lives." All right, and other countries have done this, which is what the, the reporter had said. Other countries have done this, and they've had success with it. This is something that I've said. If you rewind the fucking tape to fucking last year, um, I was like, just fucking test everybody. And if you're fucking, if you're infected, then stay your ass fucking at home. Like, it's it's not, it's not that fucking, it's not that, it's, that's like an easy first step to do. If you're infected, stay your ass at home, quarantine, all right? She mocked the person that said that and was like, 
well, how much is it going to cost? You know, how are we going to do this? Blah, 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 blah. You're the fucking U.S. government, bitch. If you can send me a fucking bill from the IRS every goddamn year, they can send out a goddamn <laughs> test to me every fucking, you know, once or twice or whatever. And don't say that it's fucking free. Stop, stop saying that it's free. It's not fucking free. Just say that it's tax paid. It's paid for by your taxes. Be truthful. Stop letting them fucking mislead you with this bullshit. But it's free. It's not free. We paid for it. These are our benefits that we're that we're using with our money. So stop let stop letting these people fool you with that that term. It's not free. But anyway, a couple weeks later, now all of a sudden, oh yeah, it's a great idea. We're gonna send out to everybody. Oh, but we're gonna do it after the holidays. <laughs> Bitch, it's too fucking late. It's too late because everybody already fucking traveled. Everybody did their thing. We already knew that Omicron was coming around, even though people knew or at the time uh, is less deadly. It's it's still less deadly, but it doesn't fucking matter if it's if it's half as deadly as a Delta variant, but it's five times more infectious. Then guess what? We're more fucked. We're more fucked. So please stop saying that shit. Can I, you also can named I, it. You I also named the. Sorry, just a little thing. You named. You, you said the name wrong. It's the Omicron Percy I eight. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called. I think it's not actually not called Omicron. It's like, I think it's Omicron or something like that. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, whatever. I just want to say, uh, I'm I'm with you. You know, there's there's heat for everybody. My biggest my biggest thing right now is the fucking CDC. Yeah. And I've been extremely. Uh, positive, not, you know, rah-rah cheerleading, but positive about the CDC in general. Not that they're perfect or whatever, but holy fuck did they fuck this shit up. Yep. Literally this week they said, uh, if you've gotten uh, Rona and you get infected, you get a positive test, instead of uh, isolating yourselves for 10 days, they took it down to 5 days. Now most of, you know, our neighbors like Canada, Mexico, and even the UK and whatnot aren't doing that. But the biggest thing, the biggest fu to people was the fact that it was the Delta Airlines CEO that requested us to talk to the CDC. Well, and also, hold on, you're missing a very important factor on this. It was healthcare workers and certain other essential workers where they made that a thing. And I'm just like, but everybody else, no. And, and it's also, yeah. it's like, all they're all they're doing is just trying to keep this economy rolling. That's it. It's that's, they're they're putting lies. Go ahead. That's Sorry. what angers me the most. It's, it's this whole aspect of, well, fuck it, die for the economy then. Like, yeah. like it's it's disturbing. It's disgusting. Uh, you Again, you talk about taxpayer funded or whatever. CDC is supposed to be giving scientific, medically sound advice for the benefit of Americans. And y'all being wishy-washy, y'all giving fake information. And I'm going to go one, one step further, too. Never forget, and you can look this up for yourself, back in May of this year, which feels like it was a million goddamn years ago, they sure did try to entice people, oh, oh get the uh, get the shot, which is good, I'm for the shot, I've been triple shot up, but they said, if you get the shot, you don't have to fucking mask anymore. That was dumb fucking advice, dude, that wasn't sound medical advice. Dumb. They sure did pump that bullshit out there as well, and that was nothing but trash, and that fucking helped uh, spread Delta over the summer and shit, like, they fucked up royally, and yeah. and we are doing the worst in the fucking world. Biggest, richest country in the world. Biggest defense budget in the world. You know, only real remaining superpower in the world. But we fucked this up. 
we're gonna pass a million dead Americans before St. Patrick's Day. Well before. Yeah. Sorry. And, I mean, what's amazing to me is like they they keep giving out like so when they said you know, oh well it's only five days. Well, where's what study is this based on? Yep. What yeah. what's it, is? Are you telling me that Omicron is is um. It's not infectious as long. Like, if you give me a study, you know, I mean, sure, like, back it up. But don't just say, oh, yeah, you know, it's just five days for only essential workers or healthcare workers, which are also essential workers, whatever. But, like, they literally gave no no studies saying that reducing the time frame would uh, spread less infections. They didn't do any of that shit. Because there are no real studies, peer-reviewed studies. Like that. This is bullshit Especially based now, on... CEOs, especially well, the other, the, well, the other problem is that, like, okay, yeah, we're mainly talking about Omicron per CIA, but like, you know, is, is Delta still out there? Still, is Delta still a fucking threat? Like, no, is so, the fucking the original Rona is well, the the I think Lambda was out there as well too. Like, look at we have so many variants that are out there right now. Like, we can't be playing fucking a guessing game with how many days like somebody should be quarantined if they're infected because. They're not saying what kind of infect, how, which variant they're infected with, basically. And apparently, like I, I think I heard someone today where like the with the test that they're sending out to everybody, they don't detect the Omicron variant. So let me just <laughs> make sure that I'm correct on this. I'm gonna do some quick maths, but um, do at two home plus test. two goes four. Quick math. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't like like you were saying the whole mask thing. Like you know, if you're vaccinated. Like, you don't need to wear a mask. Like, when they said that, I was like, yeah. come on. Like, let's just keep that shit a fucking secret and not tell people. Because it's not that people who are vaccinated are going to be like, okay, I'm taking off my mask. It's more like those dumb motherfuckers who aren't masked or aren't vaccinated. It's going to be like, well, I don't need to wear a mask. If, if, if everybody's vaccinated, I'm with. Like, it should be okay. Like, that. They should look at the study of people and be like, okay, we have these amount of people who aren't going to who aren't following the rules this just make everybody have the same fucking rule basically yeah so this is uh from the from the fda and the cdc director rochelle waleski waleski uh while the antigen test may not perform as they don't that's basically what they're saying is that the antigen the rapid antigen test may be less effective at detecting omicron and these are the at-home tests they're all antigen tests the cell tests so they may be which means they probably are less effective at detecting it meanwhile we still have a huge surge and and, and I, I I'm I know about this more from a healthcare uh, perspective. Doctors are burnt the fuck out. Nurses are nurses, burnt yeah. the fuck out. Um, some of them uh, are literally just on, on on crisis mode. You know, calling in sick, even if they're not sick, just because they need mental health breaks. And so mm -hmm. the hospitals in several places in this country are full completely past capacity and shit just looks worse than ever beyond i'm not trying to be doom and gloom but it's it looks worse than ever you know what's what's crazy is that like you know if you need to get a vaccine or you need to get a covid test like you have to pay out of your fucking pocket for that shit like originally and like now i guess the current administration is trying to pass a law where your health insurance can cover it it depends Which is like on, should that that should have been it from the fucking get go. It depends on where you go. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It depends on what kind of test you get too, because if you want a rapid test, I think that's it's like five hundred dollars from shit. And and I mean, you talk about a three sixty level of, of shitting on folks. Look, 
there have been folks in the military, folks in police, folks in fire, folks who were supposed to protect us that said, no, fuck you. Even though this is mandatory, I'm not ever getting a vaccine. So in the military, it's very few. It's like less than 100 people. That guy, that less than 100 people? Less than 100. For the whole military? Yeah, sure? As far as I've seen so far, yes. Less than 100 people have been uh, have been kicked out. I think the, the last number that I saw was from the Air Force. 27 people that refused to get the test got kicked out. Because they don't fuck around. They just, they just kick you out. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you that they, they will, in terms of the rules, I didn't think it was that low the last time it was recorded, which was like earlier this week. Yeah, it's low. People are making a big deal about it, but listen, it, if it, it's, it's a lawful order in the military. Sure. And I've gone through a whole bunch of like vaccines. I went through the fucking ad. I've got a vaccine where literally I could have sold one of my testicles for 30,000 fucking dollars. I'm not even bullshitting. I could have sold one of my nuts for $30,000 because I got the anthrax vaccine. Um, and I didn't know what the fuck was in that. It was, the anthrax was way less communicable than fucking than COVID. And so when all these military members were like, oh, they, I think the right-wing media was like hyping this up. Like, people in the military don't, don't want to get this. They're not going to get it. Watch, it's going to be a whole thing. No. All right, they're they're going to get it. Oh, they're going to get kicked out. But the vast majority of them are going to stay in. Because they're going to... People are not going to want to throw away their military careers over some fucking stupid bullshit. Knowing that when they went into boot camp, they got literally like 35 fucking shots on a, on a single goddamn day. Of like shit they had no idea about. They just fucking shot you up with all kinds of shit. And you're yeah. fine. So, yeah. I guess the, it's not a lot of people I see a lot of like, that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of law enforcement and like firefighters not... Getting the vaccine, like I keep seeing it's, that shit in the news, still, especially in like not, New York. No, it's not a lot of people. More people died from uh, from COVID that are police officers than got shot in the field from COVID last year. That's a fact. Death. Yeah. So, hold on one sec. So, the twenty-seven you quoted—that was Air Force only. Yes. Marines, 103. This is from an NPR article from this week. That's 103, okay. 2,700, the Army has reprimanded. Repr- that's that's so, not that's reprimanded, but they, but did oh, they get well, it? Well, it says, that I'm quoting right here, mm-hmm. the Army has reprimanded 2,700 soldiers and said it will begin discharge proceedings in the new year. But those are folks who have refused. Hold on, stop, hold on, real quick. Because the Army, especially the National Guard, so when you say the Army... The National Guard has until next year. I think it's in like February, or maybe even April, to adhere to it. So they can reprimand them, but they're not gonna get kicked out until next year. So you'll see next year if it's still that, that same number. I'd be fucking super surprised. I'd be super surprised because yeah. Even then, there's how many people are in the military right now? It's like it's literally less than like it's less than a percent. Cold million. At least 12,000 service members have asked for religious exemptions. And they didn't get them. None of which have been granted. Yeah, but these are still people trying to play bullshit-ass games. Yeah, but they're not... I'm, but, not, I'm not, you know, for, the, for folks trying to skirt this... Skirt uh, uh, an order. Yeah, but they're not... I mean, that's, right that, that's what I'm saying, though, is that most media outlets are making it seem like it's, like, a whole bunch of people, but it's not. It's not a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I looked up to see, I looked up to see how many active duties uh, do we have in the military right now. We have like 1.4 million people. Yeah. So that's like a drop in a fucking bucket, if that's even good. that. That's good. 
They're a bunch of. Yeah. They're a bunch of. I'm gonna say a military term here. They're a bunch of shitbirds. A bunch of shitbirds that decided that you know, what for whatever reason they've been convinced that this one vaccine is worth ruining their military career over. So yeah. if, if that one vaccine, rather than the other 35 they already fucking got, it's probably more than that because <laughs> you got a lot, especially depending on where you deploy to because you have to get more when you deploy to places because I've done it before. Um, yeah, you just want to pretend that this one is is not your bag. So yeah, throw away your whole career. <laughs> if, if, if you're that easily convinced, guess what? You are a security risk for the military. Yeah. You really are. Russia can fucking convince you to do whatever the fuck they want at this point in time. As far as there I'm concerned. Go. That makes that makes fucking sense to me. <laughs> yeah, um, Rona's raging. Bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. I got I got my booster. Um, I think last week with uh, my oldest daughter. Or my sorry, my youngest daughter. My my oldest. We're not gonna talk about that right now. But my youngest, <laughs> she got her first, and she gets her second um, in a couple weeks. So she'll be fully vaccinated, and she just turned five. So. And she's doing fine. She did. She has no extra limbs. She's not sick. Mm-hmm. She's not dead. She's fine. Yep. Did, did she get any superpowers? Did she like fucking climb up the walls or anything? Or is she just levitate around her? No. There's other issues that oh, happened before the shot that we're dealing with. But yeah, oh. as far as the shot goes, she's, just... she's fine. Yeah. Both mine fully shot up. As much as they can be, because they're over the age of five, I'm thankful for the children's vaccine, just like I'm thankful for the adult one. You know, mm-hmm. triple shot up for me. It is what it is. Still masked up. Still trying to do what the fuck I can. But I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I've never been as angry and as disappointed. <laughs> you know, it just the average American government, it just everything like this. This is one of those things where 50 to 100 years from now, people will be talking about the Rona years and looking at, uh, from a psychological and economic standpoint, why the fuck everything went to shit. What's, what's crazy, kind of crazy, my, uh, the company I worked for, like, I was, like they had planned for everybody to return to office in July of this year, and that shit kept getting pushed back and pushed back. Like, I was actually supposed to be coming back uh, like two weeks ago, but he got shit got picked, pushed back again. And like right now, they're not expecting anybody to return to work until June of next year. So this is what what is crazy to me. So like the other day when uh, my youngest was you know had her medical issue, I was they actually had a CDC you know twenty twenty one vaccine schedule on the wall. What's, what was hilarious to me is that the the coronavirus is not on there, which I was like that that's weird. But anyway. So I was looking, and so now I'm bringing it up on, like, my screen. And I, I remember there was a whole bunch of things that had, like, booster shots. But I think that people just don't understand, like, you had a bunch of booster shots when you were a kid. Like, a bunch. You just don't remember because you were fucking young. You, you don't remember. So, hepatitis B, guess what? You got three doses. Rotavirus, you got at least two doses. Diphtheria, you got at least four doses. Uh, the Hib, you got at least three or four doses. Uh, pneumococcal, you got at least four doses. Um, polio, you got three doses. Influenza, goes on for a fucking long time. You know all about that shit. Hepatitis A, you got at least two. There's a whole bunch. Uh, B, hepatitis B, you got at least three. Holy shit, diphtheria, diphtheria, you get fucking five. 
I'm looking up now because I'm going into older ages. You know, uh, polio goes up into four when you get older. There's all these things. So it's taking a little Tdap. Like, I don't understand why people are so angry about getting a booster shot in 2021. Like, what the fuck? This is not fucking new. It became a political issue. It, a real dumb one. And, you know, here, here we are. There's still people spreading bullshit-ass misinformation. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not just uh, Trump or Biden or whatever. There's plenty of celebrities. There's, there, It's a whole thing, you know? It literally is a whole thing of just anti-science, denial bullshit. And, truth be told, especially as I mentioned with the CDC, the scientists themselves can be influenced and spread bullshit as well so you know it, it's 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 all fucked up man it, it makes me so goddamn angry it does let's um, uh let's go to something fucking happy goddamn it because yeah just, this shit it makes me angry almost on a well, actually no not a daily basis but it, it's getting up there especially as like it spreads and i, I can do less well, actually, no. I can't even say less and less shit because I've been I haven't been doing shit. I've I've had like a sprinkling of like social interactions in the past yeah. two fucking years, basically at this point, you know. And I'm still masking yeah. up. When we did that one pot, well, I think it was like it's been a couple of months since we did that podcast. Where we were all back together. Yeah. Yeah. Before uh, Prodigy moved. Yep, I remember that. All right, uh, so uh, I know I'm not going to do any spoilers or whatever, but um, I, I finally saw that fucking Book of Boba Fett uh, that dropped. Oh, yeah, shit. I, I thought it dropped this Friday. No, nah, it's, it's out. I saw it literally tonight shit. just before the cast. No spoilers, but God damn do I love this. This is, again, I, I love Mando season one and season two. This picks right back up off of that. You know, uh, Ming Ming Yang Win. Wait, no, uh, Ming Na. Mi, Ming Na. Ming Na Win. Ming Na Win. Ming Na Win. Ming Na Win. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, she's she's awesome in it. Obviously, the guy. Uh, I always fuck up his name even worse. But the guy, main guy playing Boba, uh, he's just bringing it, man. And you know, there's plenty of spoiler, not spoiler, uh, Easter eggs for all old school Star Wars fans. It's all right there. Um, nice. There's only one episode out, but I'm already on board, fully on board. I think it, it seems like it's the same quality as Mando one and two, so right, right there, definitely watch it. Does it does it pick up like right where? Because uh, yep. Mando ends with Boba Fett and uh, and Mina Wing's character going to go see a uh, homeboy that took over for Jabba's spot. He fucking blasts them. <laughs> it it picks up pretty much right then and there, and nice. you know they bounce around a little bit with some some. Some flashbacks, but um, all of it creates context for the the series, and I'm just fucking excited about that shit. That shit is going to be must watch TV for me every fucking week. That's fucking dope. I can't wait. I got. I, yeah. I I really thought it was dropping this Friday, but yeah, I think Disney dropped their shows on Wednesdays, or yeah, I think Wednesdays they dropped their their shows or episodes. Oh, okay. So it was just literally today, then. Huh? Yeah, yeah. They drop yeah. it at drop, okay. drop it at midnight on. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday slash Wednesday. Because when you say midnight, people get confused because midnight is technically the day that you're talking about, not the day before. Mm -hmm. So if I say yep. midnight Tuesday, that would be like a minute after Monday. Yep. At 11.59. I'm just saying. So, 
<laughs> that shit fucks people up. It does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and then the other one. Oh, uh, I know we we danced around this. I finally fucking finished Arcane. Goddamn it! Finally, man. Oh, Holy so shit! Good. Yeah. Goddamn. Right. Um, Jinx. It's uh, batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> oh my god, she, she's like uh. She's basically like uh, League of Legends Harley Quinn, you know, yeah. only even more fun and, and, and maybe even crazier. Like, I'm, I was watching it with my seven-year-old daughter, and she just was like, her hair, Dad, her hair, is, her braids are that long. Like, she's so cool. Why is she so wild? She had never seen no character like that. What y'all think? I mean, I, I love it. I love the... Uh the way that the black characters had like the gold flake like almost like tattoos on their skin it looks mm-hmm. so fucking cool i was like i never saw like gold look like that on brown skin and it looked like yeah. so awesome uh yeah the, i mean the whole series is good like when you watch first episode like the first episode is good but you don't think it's gonna be like exceptional series but then mm-hmm. as you keep watching you're like oh 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 damn all right like watching you know, like Jenks go come from like uh, a kid to like a crazy ass adult, and then also I forget the other main character's name. Vi. Vi. Yeah, yeah. Boss Her, chick. Yeah. She gets she becomes a badass, and like all these other ancillary characters are like really cool characters, really well thought out. The animation is incredible. The fucking theme song fucking bangs hard as fuck. Oh yeah. I'm just saying. Imagine dragons. What's the name of the group? Imagine, yes, it is. Imagine dragons. I think it's called Enemies is the name of the song or Enemy the name of the song they did like a live show for the video game awards and it's, it's dope but yeah I mean the, the series was, was fucking excellent um Blue you go ahead and then I'll I'll, I'll kind of make it depressing again so yeah <laughs> okay yeah uh yeah this show was fucking badass like like how Corona said about the the black people in the show but like uh Homegirl's mom like cause there's like a there's like a there's like a uh, like a console of a scientist, and they pretty much run this upper city while they have like the slums down below. But like you know, like they're they're making they're it's it, at first at first made me think of um imagine uh imagineers imagination or whatever like Disney's Tomorrowland basically where yeah these people thinking about the future thinking about like inventions and tech and this and that I'm like oh man like the city looks fucking dope and shit. But then you have like this black girl who comes from like a different city and her mom come and visit. And her mom's like this fucking six eight swole badass fucking like Viking looking chick, and she's just she stayed up relaxed and fuck young guys and like that shit was so fucking funny. But yeah. it's just it this this fucking series was just fucking like the fact that it's based on a like a a mobile game, which is kind of crazy. Not a mobile like, game. No, 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 not a mobile game. Oh, the PC game? There oh, is a mobile game. There is a mobile game. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, but. Yeah. I, when I looked it up, I was like, I, that's the only thing that came up was the mobile game. I was like, okay, this is a fucking big mobile game. It's a huge game. PC game. People are about to get fucking okay, angry okay. and throwing laptops and shit right now. But yeah, yeah. It, it, it is, there is a version <laughs> that is out. mobile. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, because that's the thing that kept coming up was the mobile version when it, I looked it up. Hold on, uh, real quick. It'd be like, it'd be like us saying that, that Call of Duty is a mobile game. Yeah. There is a mobile version of Call of Duty. True. But yeah, it's, it's not that. So, anyway. But yeah, I mean, overall, this shit was fucking badass, and like, just the last two episodes was like was fucking ridiculous because you know Jinx, basically she was 
she was taking on a new fucking mental of a name. Like she she wasn't going by like her natural name. She she had another fucking name she was going by and she like she literally there was two fucking chairs and like she her sister had to choose which one she wanted her to be but some shit went fucking down and she's like, nah, that's not me, bruh. And just it just it was just it just ends in fucking chaos, which is great. I, I have to mention old girls uh Grace Jones mama was into them barely legal boys. Yeah. I, they, they, that was questionable. I know we don't know their exact age, but they were either just turned 18 or 18 in a day. Yeah. Or teenagers. Just yeah, that, that, it was some, that shit was some fucking uh, coming to America shit. Some fucking. <laughs> what country was uh, Eddie Murphy's character from? Zamunda. Zamunda, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the royal vagina is clean, your highness. All right, so. Yeah. Elephant in the fucking room. If you're listening to this podcast and we're like talking about Arcane as being dope as fuck, which it, which it is, and you know League of Legends, yep. um, interested in now. Um, there's an elephant in the room, and mm-hmm. the elephant is that. And also highlight, we didn't talk about a single fucking male character except for like maybe some young men. Question me, young men. <laughs> but we talked about we've talked about mainly women in this show because. The show is, I guess it is woman centric. I mean, it is. The main character is woman. Um, there is a, another character that is male. Doesn't matter. The most inter- the most interesting characters in this fucking show are women. Now here's the here's the Debbie Downer. Uh, Riot Games just agreed to pay hundred million dollars um, in in a gender uh, discrimination lawsuit. So, yep. Riot Games is who made League of Legends, and they made. This game full of incredible women, which I hope, and I I don't pray, but I hope that it was written by a bunch of you know really cool women, and there was proved gender discrimination at the work site. That's fucking incredibly depressing, especially knowing how incredibly difficult it is for a woman or anybody to prove discrimination in the workplace. It's very fucking difficult. To do that. Uh-huh. And they proved it in court. And there's a hundred million dollar settlement case. In that lawsuit. So there's the. Uh, we, we, we built you a cake. And I just shit on it. <laughs> you just dropped it right for you. Yep. Found. I, I believe found guilty. Right. Yes. Found guilty. Yeah. F- confirmed. Well either. Whether they were so. found guilty or not. There definitely was a settlement. So. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I, I think. I, I thought I. Yeah, I'll have to go back and double check. But I thought I saw that they truly were found guilty but in any event that's a whole lot of money you don't pay that kind of money unless uh you did that shit so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that 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 should have found and the other thing is you know we're talking about riot as if it's like some isolated type of thing no no you know obviously activision blizzard earlier this year got in a heap of fucking trouble uh i think even i think it was this summer or early fall or whatever just in terms of the same type of really disturbing discrimination, and that was out of uh, their Activision Blizzard. I think their headquarters are right here in Irvine, like Orange County or something like yeah. that. You know, so I wanted, I wanted to work for them for like the longest time, but they didn't. They didn't pay that well when I was looking for a storage job. So, yep. But there, there's there's some foul shit going on. You know, plenty of foul shit going on. But Did, yeah, I, I hope this I hope this show continues, and I don't know if. The Riot Games games division folks were also heavily involved in 
the production of the show. I don't know if it was the same people, but they knocked it out of the park with Arcane. And, and, and I know these characters come from the game. Yeah. I, I do yeah. know that. It's weird Go that ahead. we, we yeah. haven't played the game, but we're so into that show. It makes me want to play the game, but I'm also yeah. not into like uh, that style of game. Like, Isn't I, it I don't real like... time strategy? Uh, no, it's like the not arena style. I forget the name of the fucking game style. I gotta look it up real quick. Maybe it is arena style. Uh, team based game. Uh, I gotta look. I know it's a multi it's definitely multiplayer. It's a, a battle arena. That's what it is. I don't play like many yeah. battle arena games. Mm, okay. So and it came out in, like Jesus Christ, two thousand and nine. Well, that's a long God damn, <laughs> it's been a minute. Holy shit! I just I just saw that too. It made me think of a uh, uh was it GTA four five? That's been out for a long fucking time. Yeah, and it's and it's still selling. People talk still. shit about you know why don't they make a new GTA? They're still making money off the fucking old GTA that was made the fucking thirty five thousand years ago. Like yeah. why would you make a new one? But real quick on on League of Legends for anybody who is interested and maybe maybe you don't know if you want to play the the PC game or whatever. Uh, Netflix did another really great documentary all about like the League of Legends culture. Um, just just look up League of Legends on Netflix, you'll find it or whatever. It was really good, insightful as fuck. So, you know, but Dude, I can't, uh, I can't ahead. wait for, I can't wait for shit to get back to normal so that we can go back to these cons and see these fucking cos. Because yeah. I love taking photos of cosplayers like that shit. It's 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 hard to, in the beginning, like getting started and like asking people, but like once I get going, like I just I just love taking pictures of cosplayers. But I man, I, I love to see somebody like cosplaying as Jinx and as uh home. What's homegirl's name? I gotta look her name up. But like the homegirl, the black girl with the with the gold flakes on her, like that's some shit I want to see. And I I don't want to hear like people saying like oh this person is in black and blah blah blah. Like this character was definitely black. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, yeah. cons, like, I, I really miss, like, yeah, going to cons, seeing, uh, like, all the, the fans and stuff like that, but it's also, like, every now and again, someone that recognizes us, and it's, like, yeah, it's, awesome. it's one of the best feelings ever. It is. When they're just, like, oh, you're, you're from, like, a Black Lives Affinity. I'm, like, yeah, that's me, and then it's, like, then it's awkward for me. I'm just, like, huh, like, you recognize me from that, but I'm, like, I don't, I don't think that, we're like, we're big, but there's some folks that definitely do recognize us. And well, if you see us, hold on, I'll give you just a quick example. There was a time where I was at my look at our local Costco and there was an old, uh, black dude that was like, obviously following me. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was like, why is this dude like looking at me and like following me? So I get in line. Like I was, I, I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like that dude's like following me. Like what the fuck? So I'm in line. And then as I'm in line, he comes up behind me. He's like, Hey, do you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah. It's like, oh, my daughter watched your podcast. And and his daughter was like way behind him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. And he's like, oh, my daughter watches. I was like, really? I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's cool. That's really cool. It's like, hey, you know, how's it going? You know, like, if you see it, if you see, see us in person, like, we're pretty personable because we're not huge. But, like, that was like one of the best feelings. It's like, wow, somebody like watched my stuff and, or watched our stuff and liked it. And, was was embarrassed enough to like ask their father to walk up to like this dude that might not even been me to like be like hey are you this guy but yeah that was really cool the, the thing i will i will miss 
I, I do miss the fucking most is hosting fucking panels. Yeah. Like just the, the fucking energy in the room when all eyes are on you, the folks are captivated, you know what I mean? And and we're interacting with them. We're throwing out prizes. We're, you know what I mean? We're doing that call and response thing with some nerd shit. And, and then afterwards, a line of fucking people waiting to talk and like we can't leave the, you know, we can't leave the room, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's so many people ready to, to talk about shit. That is incredible. It's fucking... It, it's it's um, addictive and it, it's one of those things where I'll never forget like when we did San Francisco Comic Con or Fanime or whatever and I just want that to continue but you know here we are two years later yeah so the the name of the character and uh, Arcane that we talked about her name is is it I think it's on here it says Mel but then also says uh, me Darda Medarda yeah, she had a short nickname a shortened version yeah oh no her name her name is mel Madarda. like that's her mm-hmm. full name yeah yeah that's that's her character that we're that we're talking about but there was also another black chick on there that was uh part of the council she looked like uh one of the amoridoris from she had, she had like the Dormilogies. fucking clockwork yeah she had like this on that she was dope <laughs> she had like a fucking clock on her neck they just fucking like ticking and stuff like that i was like holy shit she must be related to flavor flave <laughs> you know the other thing the other thing that was kind of cool about Arcane, um, and I, I, I have to keep gushing about it, but even how they handled the slight flirtatious lesbian relationship with Vi and Cupcake or Kate, uh, Kate or whatever, you know, what yeah. I mean? like you could tell that they were both into each other, like even on a more than friend level. But they just handled it well. They weaved it in and out of the story quite well, and there was just this thing like, will they, won't they? You know what I mean? But even though. It, the story wasn't necessarily about that. It was more about the sisters and whether they would be able to reconcile or not. But they handled all of the interpersonal dynamics at a master level. Yeah, I mean, this well, is... I... Go ahead. Uh, so, so I had a quick, quick thing for Prodigy. So you said you watched this with your eight-year-old daughter. Like, how did you explain the sex scene? So there was there yeah, it, 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 it wasn't graphic and it wasn't long. Um, and I was, I watched the episodes ahead of time, like a good parent. And I, you know, talked her through like, Hey, there's going to be some slightly mature content in here, but it was, it was at a point that it wasn't, it, it's not like a porn or anything close to that. And so, um, you know, we just, we, we watched it and she was still into the show. She wasn't all super duper grossed out or whatever. And she, she handled it and I handled it like, okay. you know, a mature, uh, family members. What do you think, Otis? I mean, I, I personally like when they make these non-traditional uh, relationships and they don't make like a big deal about it. Like, it's there yep. and it's just part of the story and they don't highlight it. They just make it seem like it's like part of the film. Like, it's just like normal because it's fucking normal for like, unless you live... I guess in most of America, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in more, should I say, civilized parts of the the country? No, no I don't want to say civilized, but pe- people places that are, are more accepting, where you you are more exposed to these sorts of things. Yeah. Like it's not it's not shocking to see a woman kissing a woman or a dude kissing a dude, you know, in public. Like I don't really it, that doesn't bother me. And if, if my daughter sees, you know, something like that happen in front of her and she's like, if she even, asked, if she happen, she hasn't asked so far, obviously because this is during COVID, so we ain't seeing shit, but 
if she sees like you know uh, gender on gender you know affection and she asked me like what are they doing I would explain like they love each other or you know they're boyfriend girlfriend or their relationship or whatever like that's a normal thing and I yep. think that that's how you that's how you sort of fix things and then also have your kids recognize or at least let them know that you know before this time period or even still today these people are still persecuted for like the way that they you know live their lives but that has nothing to do with you like the way they live their lives that is hurting nobody else it's yep. fine like it's 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 perfectly normal and I think that's a that's a problem with with our society right now is that people want to get in people's businesses of uh, listen if, if you're not hurting somebody else and it's a consensual relationship like why do you even care like what they're doing you shouldn't care at all so let, let them do what they want to do if, if if them doing it in public bothers you hey guess what what if you were kissing your significant opposite gendered person and that made them uncomfortable and they walked up to you how would you, how would that make you feel you know so or even if you're kicking your spouse of a different race having somebody come up to you yeah geez, like when me and Kamek went to uh sure louisiana that was like mm-hmm. eye-opening for her like when she saw like the actual the needle drop or the i'm sorry like the, the record stop <laughs> and when we walked in to like some fucking i don't know fuck what Prodigy, you were there. What was it like? A it was like some diner or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, almost anywhere we went to eat, like breakfast spot, diner, re- fancy restaurants, we went all over the place. Yeah, but there was like one spot in particular where, like, Kim, I definitely noticed. We're just like everybody, like, just stopped and looked at us. They're just like, <laughs> Damn, yeah. I just ignored. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. But also, she doesn't. Yeah. She at the time, she didn't see it when like black people would do would do like the same thing with us. Because mm-hmm. th- this shit happens too. Like, th- to be honest, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That, <clears throat> that makes me think of the time when uh, the Swedish and I went down to, we went to Louisiana and like we were going to see a plantation tour, and I think it was just it, it was probably like maybe a good like twenty people on this bus. It's like one of those like those short short bus. Wait, you went on a plantation tour? Yeah, we did. It wasn't my choice. Okay. <laughs> but uh, okay. So I, there's there's, I, there's a lot of fucking story to this thing, but uh, Hold yeah. On. So like the guy, <laughs> go give, ahead, go ahead. But no, 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 no. The guy giving a tour, the the guy giving a tour had said, he said something. He's like, oh, you guys all excited. I know, I know exactly what he said. He's like, oh, you guys are excited this morning to go to a plantation. <laughs> Me and the other black person like looked at each other and we're like, no. <laughs> but everybody else on there was like, yeah. And so we went to two plantations, one of the ones that was in Django Unchained and another one. And like, dude, I, as I walked around that place, I was like, I just want to burn this motherfucker down. Like the, like the, like this feeling in my back was just fucking like tingling, like just set this motherfucking bitch ablaze. Uh, and it, it was, it was hard to, I mean, it was cool to see like the, like how it was there, but like part of me just wanted to burn that motherfucker down, like to the goddamn ground. Like the fact that. They still have weddings there and this and that and I think uh some celebrity just got married at a at a at a one of these plantations and like it was so just like distasteful but I, I mean just Yeah, that show was fucking hard. Just take uh take her to like uh like a California farm and like see how 
how hard they're working for like minimal pay. It's not it's not slavery, but it's it's not far adjacent. Because I remember like when we went to when, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Recently, I think it was like last year, we went to a strawberry. To went went to go pick our strawberries. Mm-hmm. In like off the know? coast of California. And as we were walking up, like, we saw it wasn't Watsonville. It was probably not. It wasn't far from there. We'll just say Watsonville. Fuck it. Um, where went to go pick our strawberries, and like as we were walking up to like where we pick our strawberries, there was a bunch of you know workers that were like working hard as fuck to like pick their strawberries. And it's just like yep. I, I think, how would I feel if I was Mexican or of Latino descent, like walking past that to pick my own strawberries and then coming back? Obviously, it's not. It's not slavery, but also I know that they're not getting paid any sort of a fair wage doing that thing. And I'm literally paying to go pick strawberries. <laughs> like, and I'm, in the back of my mind, I'm like, am I getting paid more than, am I paying more for the strawberries that I'm picking than they are for their labor? Yep. And that's, yep. that fucked me up for a minute. I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, it is some extra white folks shit to want to get married on a plantation. Um, it's as crazy to me as someone considering getting married at Auschwitz. Um, it, it's just foul. This is a place where people were brutalized, people were raped, people were whipped, people were killed. Um, you know, families were separated. All these atrocities, human atrocities were going on. And you want to have your quote-unquote happiest day of your life um, in that location. Um, this is why you need to be fully, everybody needs to be fully aware of just true actual history. You know what I mean? And, you know, you just ignoring it and putting your head in the sand or feeling like, what was that movie? Gone with the Wind is, is reality. <laughs> historically <laughs> accurate uh it, it's it's damaging it's ignorant ass bullshit um plantations i believe that you sh- there should be for historical purposes some plantations to be able to see the atrocities but trying to you know or t- hear about it and talk about some things but trying to have some weddings or a happy-go-lucky tour fuck everything about that well, this story definitely wasn't happy-go-lucky. Like, they talked about exactly what the fuck was happening Good. on this plantation. And that's the reason why I wanted to burn them off right now. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, but there are happy-go-lucky ones. There really yeah. are. And there are like ones. The, the one thing, like, there's one part where I almost kind of broke down and started crying because, like, in the dining room, there's, like, a chair and there's a string. And basically, the string controls the fans that sits above the tables. And a little slave boy had to, hey, he had to be, he has to be the first one in there, and the last one to leave. And he's always just sitting there pulling that that goddamn rope to fan all these fucking white folks. And it's not to keep them cool; it's to basically keep the fucking flies off of them, off the food and shit like that. It's like, are you fucking serious? Like that's some bullshit. And this kid, hours, just fucking hours, just pulling that fucking rope. It's, it's fucking sad. What state was this in, Blue? Oh God, I have to look it up. It's 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 a real popular one. It's the one that has like a roll of fucking trees in the front. Um, no, but I mean, was this Louisiana? Was this Alabama? Mississippi? Uh, Louisiana. We were okay. to uh, we were down in like Ballin. This is this where I also had that that gay story that happened. <laughs> where I went to that bar 
Oh, okay. Remember, you, know, you, you know, you got to clarify because our audience is going to start thinking. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, just, you know, the, the sweetness and I, we got into a little bit of an argument, me and her friends, and I I just, I got kicked out of a fucking vampire tour. Like, I almost got tased. The wow. lady was going yeah, this lady was going to tase me. And I'm like, fuck it, I just left. And then, like, I saw a group of guys. I'm like, okay, I've been hanging out with girls all this time. I saw a group of guys. Like, hey, guys, like, what you guys doing? It's like, oh, we're just about to go hit up this bar. I'm like, mind if I kick with you guys? Like, oh, yeah, sure. Walk into the bar. Fuck it. I was like, hold on, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Go to the bathroom, do my little thing. I come out, and I'm sitting at the bar with the guys. And, like, it's like a sports bar, right? Like, you know how sports bar have mirrors. Like, they have yeah, yeah. TVs everywhere. But they weren't playing sports. <laughs> they were playing gay porn. <laughs> just... I looked up and saw fucking one dude sucking off another dude. I saw another dude getting fucking fucking the ass. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in a I'm in a fucking gay bar." <laughs> like, yeah. all right, but it, it was it was cool. I I didn't feel like in date or anything. Like they were fucking super cool. They they let me vent my little my little frustration and stuff like that. And I was able to get a couple of drinks and head back to the hotel. But overall, it was it was it was, it was fun. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it was Louisiana. There you go. Um, shit, what was the other thing I wanted to touch on in terms of, um, big event? Oh, I still need to watch some goddamn Witcher season, season two. Have I you watched any of it? No, nah, I haven't watched any yet of, of it either, but I have, I did finish watching Hawkeye. Okay. All right. You yeah. like the, I heard the finale was a little controversial. Uh, it was okay. Like overall, I mean, it was, I mean, it's better than fucking Errol's cheap lying ass about keeping promises, but. Hawkeye definitely kept his promises. He got back to his family, but uh, I mean, it was it was fun. It was kind of a little dumb. We got like a little secret somebody appeared like toward the end of the season, or the yeah toward the end of the season. But overall, it was just okay. It isn't the best of the like the Disney TV shows yet, like the Marvel TV shows. How it it's I would say it's probably like maybe at the level of. Maybe Luke Cage. Okay. Like Luke Cage was really good, but like I felt like you know Daredevil, fucking um, Punisher, uh, Jessica Jones was a little bit better. And then we had like WandaVision was good, as well as uh, uh, Bucky and the Winter and the Winter Soldier. That was kind of that was okay too, but I don't know. It was just it was just all right. It, it tied some stuff together and it, it had fun with it, but overall it was just it was just okay. Let's talk about the Chrome to have one thing yet. Just putting them on. Yeah, we just talked about the about Hawkeye. Did you do you have a chance to watch it yet? Yeah, I finished it. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. It reminded me of uh it was almost like a like Die Hard. <laughs> it kinda did to have that feel. Yeah, it had a Die Hard feel. I mean it was definitely a holiday themed uh show. And yeah, I mean, I, I I dug it. I like the way they introduced, you know, Kate Bishop. I like the silliness of it because it was part parts of it kind of silly. I like that they were showing like how he made his arrows and shit like that. Like, I like the show, and I think it is going to continue the MCU story going forward. So yeah, like they they did a really good job of tying everything together too. Because we got like what happened in New York. Uh, we had the fucking... Oh, one thing they did talk about was with the snap. Like, so we got to see that, um... Uh, sorry, this is gonna be a fucking spoiler. Um, uh, Black Widow, her sister. If you haven't watched Black Widow movies, like, you should watch it, because, like, 
it's 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 a pretty good movie but her sister's in it uh i can't remember her name like uh it's like he ain't off or something like that anyway she gets she snapped and we can see her point of because in the one of it no yeah one division got to see um home the black girl she got snapped and she came back but we just see her coming back but with uh with uh black widow's sister we get to see the moment that she's living her life then get snapped and get get brought back which is something we haven't seen and like that that's just gotta be fucking jarring because like five years pass and like everything around you is just fucking different like because she literally goes into a bathroom to wash her hands and then like she goes she turns to dust and then comes back and it's like what what the fuck just happened and it's until like a little bit later you realize oh she was fucking part of the snap people mm. or the yeah it's the snap people but uh like it it, it 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 brings up a whole lot of fucking questions if you brought if you're brought back from where you were when you got snapped like there's a lot of motherfuckers that came back just to fucking die again because like people on fucking like like they bring they bring this up all the fucking time but like people on a fucking airplane maybe people driving in a fucking car like like even in um when the snap happened there's like people like in a fucking helicopter and like we see oh, saw a helicopter crash and shit like that so <clears> could you imagine like you fucking blink for a second and then all of a sudden you're fucking falling out of the goddamn sky like that's just gotta be the worst fucking way to die i mean that's sort of bad but your your death would be pretty pretty quick maybe 30 seconds max probably um i think the worst would be if you were married to somebody or in a long-term relationship with somebody and you were gone for five years and they've found somebody else and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you have to get on with your life after that, you know, yep. after it was an incident for you, but you got to get on with your life because they have a whole other family. Or you've missed five years of uh, your kid growing up. Yeah, that's fucking. Which, which happened awful. with um, that happened with uh, Ant Man because he got snapped. Or you know, he was in uh the in the what's the name world, and he was stuck in there for five years and came back, and he came back and the daughter was older. But then also like uh with Hawkeye, like he's somebody who didn't move on and he was just out there fucking murdering people and like he didn't have the heart to i don't know to because we got we got to see where black widow brings him back from being the fucking ronin and like he just he didn't want to fucking believe anymore and she like literally was crying that she was telling like there's a chance we can bring everybody back and he's like don't give me fucking hope like don't do that to me and yeah it's just yeah being snapped was kind of crazy but then also there was little easter eggs too where they show like uh like Hawkeye was drinking out of a cup that says Thanos was right, and then later on we see that same thing written on a bathroom. But it's like, I wonder if Hawkeye might have been like a, a, a Thanos fanboy because we saw it on a cup and we saw it on a toilet and we didn't see him like kind of like like he, like he's drinking from the cup. Like he could have just put the cup away and got like another cup to drink from. So I'm wondering if like maybe he agreed with Thanos because he was out there like taking motherfuckers out for not like. You know, taking advantage of the opportunity they got in their life. That was this whole thing of being the Ronin was killing fools who weren't snapped, who no. were still being fucking assholes. Actually, that that's terrible writing because the snap caused his family to die. I don't know if that's he knew that or not, yeah. but if he did know that, then it's terrible writing. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That doesn't seem very consistent. So, yeah. anywho, anywho. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I like the show. I like that they they introduced Kate Bishop. I thought it was kind of silly. And yeah, there were some writing holes in it. But, you know, 
I think that they, we're in a we're in a weird transitionary period with with the MCU right now, and I think that people don't really get that right now. But we are, like, we're in between two major phases. Like, the, there are other phases were like very s- seamless, but this one will not be seamless because of you know the coronavirus. It's <laughs> probably one of the main ones because we had to push back a whole <laughs> bunch of like movies and TV shows and stuff like that. But it's also, you know, the fact they don't have, like, the rest of the stories, like, really built yet. Like, we're... Look, when it comes to, like, the Black Panther, who should be, like, a prominent, you know, movie going forward, they had to push that back because Chadwick Boseman passed away, which is awful. They had to figure out what they're going to do with Black Panther 2. Um, Also, had to figure out what they're going to do with the rest of the Avengers. They had to find a new leader for the Avengers, which I I heard today is going to be Doctor Strange, which is going to be very odd. Um, for comic book readers because um, Stephen Strange is not a fucking leader. Mm. He's not a leader. Fucking selfish. Same thing as like Iron Man. Iron Man is not a leader. He's not. But I, I, I always think of him as leading the Avengers though because like his, he, Captain America really leads do. the Avengers. I mean, yeah, but Tony and maybe it's just the MCU movie influence but like, Iron Man was, it was... No, please stop. Prodigy. How dare you? What do you mean, stop? Iron Man was, in the comics, he was drunk. He's a terrible... He would be a terrible... In the comics, he'd be even a worse leader. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... Um, and we've talked about this before. Right. Robert Downey Jr. for every single one of those Avengers movies... You said the comics, was... though. Huh? You said the comics... Yeah, and then I said, I said maybe it's the MCU influence because in, in the MCU movies, Iron Man was certainly the leader. What the fuck? Oh, thank you, Maha Blurred. Sorry, there was a sound. Maha Blurred super chatted us. Go ahead, MCU universe yeah. with Tony Stark. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that Iron Man uh, obviously kicked off the MCU. Was top villain on all those Avengers movies. He was in more movies than anybody else. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I I do think yes, demon in the bottle. I get that with the comics, but I think when I think Avengers, the very first character I think of is Tony. Okay, yeah. but go. I mean, obviously he's dead, so we need to have another, you know, leader. And I don't think that Stephen Strange should be a well, leader of the Avengers. No. Like, no. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm with you on that, but. I'm, I'm I can't just saying, and even with yeah, the even, like, even Tony Stark, he was not the leader of the Avengers. It was hands down, it was Captain America because he actually had leadership skills. I, f- I feel like nobody kind of ran the Avengers because I mean, because because we had one one movie of the Avengers, and then we had like Captain America: Civil War, so everybody was fucking fighting against each other. So nobody, that's so not the case. I feel like I feel like there, was, there never really was the truth. I mean, like fucking Nick uh, Nick Fury, is Nick Fury. Yeah, uh, he was not the, the Avengers. Avengers leader. Holy shit, no, he should not be a leader of the Avengers. <laughs> he was never. Le- God damn it, you fucking people! What is wrong with you people? <laughs> well, he, <laughs> like, assembled, he assembled them. No, he's <laughs> not. But he's not the, he was, he was not the leader. It was. It, it should have been Captain America. He was the leader of the Avengers. Nah, I think I, I'm saying Tony. Tony for sure. You think Tony was the leader of the Avengers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Prodigy, you're wrong. So, yeah, I mean, to- 
Tony was the one that um, uh, built the time machine. Tony was the one that uh, created Avengers Tower. Tony was the one that had the first movie. Tony was Tony was like the 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 common thread. And let's talk about MCU movies. Tony was the reason that you had like the Avengers going on. No, he's he is not a leader. He even talks yeah. about it in the movies. He's a flawed leader in a lot of ways. I, I no, know he's flawed, but not a leader. Yeah, I, I, I'm very convinced. I, I, Tony's Who, the... I feel like you're convinced, like people are convinced that hydrochloroquine would uh, cure COVID. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that your con- convincing is very flawed. Cap, and the other, my other big issue with Cap, though, is... Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I guess his ending with Endgame, okay, just look at Endgame. Tony had the, like, obviously he was the one that did the final snap, you know, he was the one that got that, that incredibly heartfelt send-off and everything. Nobody else got what Tony got, you know, in terms of that ending. Captain America got Mjolnir. He was worthy. He was a worthy... Yeah. He was a worthy hero, a worthy leader. Tony Stark could not possibly lift that fucking hammer. I mean... Yeah, you can't Captain America... Fine, you can't lift Mjolnir, yeah. He, he couldn't lift Mjolnir. He did start the, like, you know, Avengers assemble and that whole fucking, like, crowd fucking posse. Tony up Stark and his hubris created Ultron. He's not the leader of the Avengers. Tony Stark yeah, he, he, took a time out from the Avengers to go do Iron Man 3 or whatever the fuck he did in that shit. And he was just like, he was all down in the dumps. When, uh, hold, hold, on, hold, when hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Steve wait. Rogers was doing fucking wait, hero shit. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tony wasn't just down in the dumps. I mean, we've talked about this on, on this show plenty of times. For Iron Man 3... He was experiencing PTSD, and they talked about that. You don't think the, that Steve Rogers, the fucking soldier, didn't have any sort of PTSD? You don't think that Steve Rogers went through one more trauma than Iron Man did? Um, we don't see that. I mean, I, again, I'm going by what we saw. The, all of Iron Man 3, he's having anxiety attacks. He's talking specifically about going through the wormhole. He actually, don't forget, Tony was the one that took a nuke and threw it at Thanos' ship. But uh, but with Captain America also, like, this motherfucker dead the wrist the whole goddamn timeline for some pussy. I mean, when he back in time, he, he went back in time and was like, you know what? I'm not coming back. I'm, I'm all about this Captain Carter pussy. Like, he, he saved the world. He, there's, a, there's a variance of Tony, of uh, Captain America <laughs> that's out there right now because he decided to stay back there and stay with Peggy. Y'all tripping. I'm just saying, he, he, Captain no, America. No, who, who, did Cap come to, who did Cap come to when he was just like, uh, I, I need help because I'm not smart enough to go back in time? He came to Tony. Being smart and being a leader are not necessarily in the same realm. But Tony was leading, though. He's the what was he leading? What the fuck are you talking about? What was he leading? I'm still saying there, there was no leader. Well, Nobody was what was leader he leading? In Endgame! In Endgame! Who the fuck said Avengers Assemble? Tony was the one. It that was led, not Tony. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You asked a question. Tony was the one that led the entire defense of New York again 
in Infinity War and then went into space to fight Thanos and was leading Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man. He didn't lead Guardians What the fuck? No, you're... What the fuck are you talking about? He did not lead the Guardians of the Galaxy. What yes, are you talking he about? He, he was the one that had the idea to get the glove off of Thanos in that way. That but almost he, worked without... Except it for did, Peter, but it uh, didn't Peter work. But it didn't work. And also, if you want to say that, then we could say Stephen Strange uh, was uh, the boss of everything, which he should not be because he's a flawed person. Because they both are flawed people. They're not good leaders. You think Captain America when you think the Avengers first, before Tony. Yes, 100%. Yeah, I... 100%. I you're in the minority on that. 100%. I don't think I'm in the minority at all. When it comes to, like, yeah. leading and being tactical and shit like that... Tony Stark is a fucking billionaire person that had a silver spoon in his mouth from the day he was born. He has a bunch of wealth and a bunch of resources that Captain America never had, but he has no idea how to lead people. When does he actually lead people in the movies? When does he lead them? I, I gave you an example from Infinity War. <laughs> no, that, that's... And, and the other one is with him leading the Avengers... Uh, against the Loki attack, taking the nuke into space, you know. He took it into space, I mean, but he didn't lead the Avengers into that shit. I mean, about all three watch it, but as far as I remember, like he didn't lead the Avengers into doing shit. Like he yeah, he, no. he he relied on Steve Rogers to give orders. Wait, didn't wait, you wait, need to watch Captain... that? You need to watch them again. Yeah. Who was who was it that told uh that told um Bruce like hey we, we need to we need the green guy and he's like they that's when he was like he did something like well that's that's the funny thing I'm always angry or something like that before he turned into the Hulk like who who was that that he was talking to do you remember I gotta go back and see but yeah I I still to this day the leader, the leader of the Avengers Steve Rogers. Then why did why was uh, Spidey always asking for permission to do everything from Tony? <laughs> oh shit! Because it was fucking terrible writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, that was a nerd answer. That was the nerd. I don't fucking care. But um, also in the same movie though, he was talking about how he was giving like props to Spider Man for being good. It's like that, like. Iron Man was not giving any kind of. He's being he's being an asshole. Like you can't. He wasn't being a leader. He wasn't. He, like, wait, wait, go, so you know what? Go and watch this. My main, wait, my, my, my main problems, which I, you can go back in the fucking one tape of the podcast. Both me and you, Prodigy, with the Spider-Man movies, is because they had Iron Man way too Iron Man centric because they shit on the actual character of Spider-Man because it made it seem I like. Hold on, stop. It made it seem like Iron Man was a bigger character than Spider-Man, which is hundred percent not the case. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I don't. I, I've, al I've always said that. But the number one lead for the Avengers was Tony. That, that's, you know, that's been the case. That's why Tony had the first movie. <laughs> you know? so wait, wait. So look, I got I got the pro fucking end, uh, end of this argument. You know, well, it's called, you guys, it's you guys called are... Captain America First Avenger. I'm just saying, name of this movie. Fuck you. Oh, shit. When did that come yeah. out? Oh! <laughs> Does it matter? Out? That's what it was called. Captain America: First Avenger. Yeah, yeah. A a after the. Uh, after, after Tony yeah, Stark. Uh, it doesn't matter. After Tony Stark. First Avenger. It didn't say Iron Man: First Avenger, did it? No, because. No, no, because yeah, it's okay. And actually, no, not only did it start with him, it ended with him. When he. 
<laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, wait, wait. Well, so the the I, I, the reason I'm saying you guys are both right because I feel like both Captain America and Iron Man both thought they were the fucking leaders. Like they were they they were fucking constantly button heads, and that what end up ended up having a fucking civil war. We had we have Iron Man and his part of the Avenger teams. They all fought against Captain America and the people who who followed him. So you guys technically are both fucking right, and that's the reason why we end up with the fucking civil war. But then again, it was called Captain America Civil War. It wasn't called Avengers Civil War. Yeah, it was a cap movie. I'm just it saying, Prodigy. If you ever say that we need to register ourselves, I'll fucking kill you. Register? Oh, oh, you're talking about from the Civil yeah, War. I'm yeah. just. I will kill you. And. Yeah. So wait, so uh, I, I'm looking at the video of uh, the the scene in where where Bruce Banner says, "That's my secret. I'm always angry," and uh, it was Captain America that was like, "Hey, we sure can. We surely can use the green guy." I'm just kidding. I went to jail only because you need to get angry. He's part of my family, my actual blood family. So, yeah. <laughs> Somebody uh, will miss him. I would. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I miss him <laughs> after I killed him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I will say this: it, it does look to me like they're trying to obviously go for Young Avengers, which you know, oh, is yeah. what it is. Uh, well, you know, explain Young Avengers. Young Avengers, yeah. so uh, again, a, a, a different, younger, a different younger team, younger generation. There's a whole bunch of characters. It feels like uh, Kate and there we go. Elena right. would so be I'm part. No, it's all, that's what I'm trying to pull out of you. Like, when you say Young Avengers, you gotta explain to the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it feels like Kate uh, Bishop and Yelena would be part of that. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know what other characters, because obviously the MCU is not going to be exactly the same as the comic books. I, I get that. But, um, Hold on. Can, can I go prediction? Like Hold on, Prodigy, real quick. Prediction. What? For season two of... Uh, what was that fucking... Scarlet Witch and Vision. Uh, One Division. One Division. If they have yeah. Vi, uh, Vive, Vive, whatever her name is, the child of uh, uh, the child of Vision. Oh Vive, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, Vive. Yeah. And you already have Miss Marvel. We already know she's coming out. So yeah. you know, there you go. That's what it looks like they're going but th for. But then we also got um, Homegirl that can see like the different spectrums. Uh. Well, Spectrum? Spectrum? Is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got her. She we she's got not, her as a pop, somebody with superpowers. She's not, well, she's not young, though. In the... Yeah, she's not young. Yeah. So that's one thing, but. Yeah, but I mean, that's the direction. I, again, I don't have a fucking crystal ball. I don't know what exactly, exactly they're doing, but that's what it looks like they're going for. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Um, they're definitely building up to it, though. Yeah. I, and I, I will say this, you know, I only watched like one episode of Haw the one pilot episode of Hawkeye. I just wasn't feeling. You know, yeah, it's, I didn't it's watch slow. But it, you know, if you guys liked it, you guys liked it. Um, let's switch it up I, a little bit. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say, like, I know you didn't watch One Division, but like, no, I did. I would say. I oh, you did? You finished One Division? Yeah. Oh, I, thought I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought you didn't like it. Okay. Um, I, I, I didn't feel it that much, but I powered yeah. through. I watched it all. Eventually. But then we also had like Loki too, which was really good. I need to watch that one. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Where are we going next, guys? I was gonna, I was gonna say, did you see the trailer? They've got a brand new trailer for the Batman. 
Blue. Uh, you know, I haven't I haven't seen it yet. Oh shit. I I like I literally was watching I was on YouTube and it was like the first thing that popped up and it had literally dropped like 12, 12 minutes, but I had to jump into a fucking meeting and I just haven't had a chance to jump back in there. Like I see like I I seen titles saying like oh we could see Catwoman and Batman's interaction and like where she got her claws from. I'm like fuck I need to watch like I for actually I fucking forgot to watch it for this podcast. Like I I've even seen people saying like oh fucking uh fucking sparkly dude from the twilight it's actually doing a fucking good job as batman i'm like damn fuck man like i gotta see it's got some trailer i keep fucking forgetting to watch it but then i kind of want to pull a stitch and be like you know what i kind of don't want to watch it like i want to be fucking blind to when this shit fucking drops but i i don't i don't got that fucking willpower like no no november i fell on fucking first three hours so <laughs> <laughs> i ain't got the patience for that shit so yeah you guys you guys check it out yeah, man. It, it, it. I mean, it has me kind of hyped, kind of excited. I will say, um, you know, at the first teaser from earlier this year, or whatever, I was like, eh, okay, maybe. You know, we'll see. We saw a little bit of Batmobile and the different colors and whatnot, but it looks like a legit movie. It looks like something that I want to fucking see. You know, I don't know if I'll do it in theaters, but we'll see where the Rona numbers are at that time. But I'm on board with both the Batman and. Catwoman in this, and I was real critical of Catwoman in uh, the Bane uh, Dark Knight <laughs> Rises. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weak, you know. Um, but I loved Michelle Pfeiffer back in the day. And uh, uh, what about Holly Berry's? What about Holly yeah. Berry's? I'm not. She was terrible. That. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she's not. She she's looked, not terrible. She amazing. You know, yeah, she looked great, but the movie was terrible. Yeah, I watched but, it on plane. Shout out to uh, an old girl from the '60s when um, Marcus. I'm not wearing any oh, panties. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Something kit. Oh, Eartha kit. Eartha kit. Yeah. Yeah, Eartha kit. Yeah. It's so, so crazy because, like, in the in the Batman, like when you look at those like 19, what's it like 88 Batman? It's an 88 Batman. What? 68 Batman. 66 Batman. I can't remember. I can't remember. 66. And uh, she looks tall as fuck in that in, like that. As Catwoman, but like you see in like other stuff, like if you like watch Holes, she seems really short. She is short. She was a, a short, like petite woman. Yeah, yeah but as a like, kid, yeah, she's tiny. Yeah, yeah, but in like Batman, like Batman sixty six, she looked tall as fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't... I, maybe I was just short, and she just seems taller. But like, yeah, she seemed like she was like really tall, like six one or something. <laughs> what the fuck? But um, I'm I'm on board, man. I think this drops. Hopefully, who knows about the dates, but I think it was saying early 2022, like March or something like that. Um, if you want to, you know, remain spoiler free, yeah, don't check it out if you're already convinced. But this one got people excited, and I'm I'm on board. What do you think, Rose? Yeah, Eartha Kitt, Eartha Kitt was 5'4". Yeah, yeah, she's kind of short. I mean... Did you see this trailer? She's short for a man, but I mean... Yeah. Not average. She's not a man, I guess. So yeah. Anyway, I didn't watch the trailer. I guess. I I mean I. I wasn't really that impressed with like the way that he looked. At all, Um, I didn't like that the fact that. He didn't work out for the for the role, because he he even said that, and it 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 looks like that when I see him. Uh, He doesn't look very. Um, physically imposing at all, even as Bruce Wayne or as Batman, 
he looks like very slight of frame and Batman needs to be you know pretty muscular um, I'm saying this as like a martial artist and a marine and somebody that sort of knows how to fight like if you're gonna fight people you need to be like probably of larger frame like cuz even if you're like the best martial artist on the planet Bruce Lee would have a hard time with heavyweight UFC fighter. So, if y'all don't believe me, then you're fucking dumb. You've never gotten into a serious fight in your life before. Because if somebody weighs 125 pounds and he goes up against somebody that weighs 250 pounds, he'd have a very difficult time defeating him. Unless That's he why had, you gotta keep a bat on you. Even with a bat. <laughs> even with a bat. Um, you're, gonna, you're gonna have some issues. So, especially when they get larger and larger and larger, it's just like, dude, I guess we're going to pretend that somebody that is 150 pounds can fuck up some dude that's 300 pounds easily. Like, it's not it's not easy. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll leave that there. But, well, it's also like his hair. I, he doesn't seem like yeah. he, I don't know, it. The Batman swag or that Bruce Wayne swag. Yeah, like, maybe out there just fucking laying down bitches. <laughs> I'll I'll watch the, the the new trailer, but I'm not it not impressed thus far. But also, you know, when, when they first announced, to be fair, that Ben Affleck was gonna be Batman, I was like, oh, you know, Ben Affleck, Batman, whatever. And then he played Batman, and I was like, you're right, Cronus, you are right. He fucking sucks as Batman. So you know what? I'm reinforcing my own fucking shit. He probably does. Yeah, he yeah. probably is gonna suck. So there you go. I can't full circle. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Just saying. I know him as Cedric Diggory okay. and Cedric Diggory only. <laughs> kind of, kind of back on what Cronus was saying. Like, I know this is supposed to be like year one Batman. Like, so That's he's true. not yeah. like he doesn't have like that physique. Like, he hasn't built up his body and stuff like that. But like, like if you look at if you watch. The Batman, which was an animated show, like Batman, like would get his ass kicked a lot, mm-hmm. but like he just before it, it took him a while to actually come like come up with the persona of Batman. Mm-hmm. So I mean, him not being like physically fit isn't a big problem. Like him being smaller, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Oh, but he can't be that small. Oh, it, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's it's almost it's almost like uh like watching it's it's, it's another fucking Spider Man movie. Like we get to see. Batman grow into a role and it's like we've seen this like over and over again like it's something that we I don't know I, we haven't really had a year one Batman thing though like it's, no, it's I mean you're you're right but I mean at the same time even when I talk shit about you know Ben Affleck not being a good Batman but, but he um, wasn't a good Batman though you're right yeah, on that I, I thought Ben brought it but anyway go ahead you, but you're terrible so you know there's that um <laughs> go ahead go ahead I'm fucking with you Everybody's listening. You should know that. Um, but when I'll, I will give uh, Ben Affleck's Batman some credit on show when they were showing him like doing the montage of him like lifting heavy weights and him like you know getting way bigger to like because it's just one of those things like a, as somebody that that you know does martial arts like yes there are some things that you can let go like. You can be of a certain size up to a certain point. And then there's like, there's no way you're going to get around like these, these certain like, just like basic physics issues 
of like somebody that's way larger than you like fucking you up. So maybe they will address that in the movie. And then if they address it in the movie of him being like slight of frame, then maybe then he'll take some fucking, you know, eat fucking 20 chickens a day and fucking take some steroids and, <laughs> and you know, get yoked. But, you know, I don't see it. I, I'm, I'm with you and you, it has to, you have to be able to suspend your disbelief. I mean, being very candid with you, I, I was pretty bored with that. Like I said, that pilot episode of Hawkeye, I haven't watched any more of that, but she was taking on some 6-6, I don't know, Eastern European goons and, oh, yeah. and handling them. And I was like, I just kind of rolled my eyes. I mean, she's like a frail, maybe 105 pound, you know. Uh, five foot two. But she ain't Batman. Um, and and I know they said that she had martial arts skills or whatever. But, but like, she ain't fucking Batman. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying in terms of, you know, it, it needs to look believable-ish to the average person. And for me, when I was seeing that, I, I had to roll my eyes hard as fuck. I was like, this ain't for me. But yeah. um, so I, I'm with you on that. But I'm also thinking, hopefully, that this is early Batman, like Blue was saying. And the other thing is, the fight scenes that you see little snippets of in the trailer look convincing and fun. So that that's what convinced me quite a bit. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So wait, so to kind of rewind the tape a little bit. So I I went back to look up uh, Eartha Kit and. Uh, I did not know this, but she is the one that sings the song Santa Baby. Of like course. The, the classic, but like, I, I don't know why, I always thought it was fucking Marilyn Monroe, that song, that song. No. Well, but maybe she did a version. Yeah, I, mean, I should, maybe I should be slapped for it, but I'm listening to it right now, I'm like, holy shit, like, you want a ring? I'll give you a ring. Like, her voice is so, like, sensual. <laughs> it's Earth, fucking crazy, Earth was, but. Earth was bad in her day, you know? Yeah, she no, was. No doubt about that. Yeah. But uh, oh, did you did you watch the Matrix movie on HBO? I have not. I I still need to fucking do that. But go ahead, man. Go talk about it. Oh god. So this movie, it's it's coming out. There's the reviews are so fucking mixed. Like you see people loving it. You see people hating it. There's like people talking about like you know they should just end the franchise back at three. But overall, I I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a perfect movie. Like it wasn't better than the first one. Like the first one, so like the number one movie. But like this one, it was fun. You know, they constantly kept kind of throwing like the whole Matrix nostalgia down your fucking throat, which was kind of annoying. But like you know, the fight scenes were cool. We got to see like what happens after like Neo, like after Neo dies and stuff like that. But like I don't. Overall, it was a it was a good movie. There's a lot of tie-in. Um, I thought Neil Patrick Harrison character was fucking really cool. Uh, MPH was fucking great in that. And I, I, like, I, I'm trying not to get too many spoilers, but yeah, it was just, I thought it was interestingly, it was done like the way they did it was interesting. Like how okay. I would picture it, it wasn't what I would thought, but the way it was done was kind of cool. And then again, it's like, uh, you know, it's been what, like like 20 years since last matrix or what just about yeah and they like is what's so funny they kind of ties into the movie like the movie is aware of its own existence which is kind of fucking crazy and they show they kind of touch on this in the trailer not too much of a spoiler but uh yeah overall i thought it was cool i thought i had a good time watching it i and it's it's kind of funny because like it's probably one of the first movie i ever watched 
halfway through it had to stop just because I kind of didn't have time to finish the rest. So I watched the first half, stopped at like a major plot point, and I had to continue watching it the next day. And I actually might go back and watch it again, like so I can watch it straight through. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a really fun movie. I do that all the time. That's one of the beauties of watching stuff streaming. Like, I because I, I, I started uh, what was it, The Suicide Squad. Uh, I hadn't yeah. seen it ever, and I watched it with uh, my son. Um, and we watched maybe the first forty minutes one night, and then like took a break for two days. You know what I mean? And then came <laughs> back to it like, oh, let's finish it off. You know, jump right back on in. It, it's fine so that- to do that with streaming. That's that's what's so great about streaming is that you you have an option where you could do that where like with like Spider Man with No Way Home like you know you got to go to the fucking theater and get fucking COVID but uh, uh we're talking about The Matrix Resurrection that was called Resurrections <laughs> yeah what's your what's your take on it because the Carlos you watch it right yeah of course I did um honestly there were some issues with the movie but I was not that critical of it. Um, because I got to see the Matrix again. I'm just saying, I, to be honest, there's a nostalgia factor for me. And that yeah. will give me a higher score of the movie than probably most people. And I'll, I'm biased. So, yeah, but I, I, I understand the criticism with the movie. Um, 100%. But I still fucking liked it. Yeah. I like I said that too. I liked it. The, like the nostalgia factor was cool. I mean, they kind of shoved it down your throat, like a lot in that fucking movie. But I mean, that was cool. Plus, it was like based in fucking San Francisco. But then like they brought a lot of gaming elements into it too. Like yeah, you know, like before we had like I don't want to spoil it too much, but like there's some gaming elements in there that if you're if you're if you're a Call of Duty fan, you might like it <laughs> a little bit. But well, I guess we'll see. Well, what was funny is like I was like, watching it. And I saw like the CGI parts. I was like, this looks like the the new Unreal Engine. And then sure enough, like at the end, it was like um, it was in the Unreal Five engine. I was like, okay, yeah, that seems like Unreal Five. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Carl, did you what? What did you think? What, I didn't hear your thoughts on it. No, I, I have I haven't seen it yet. I, I, uh, I'm hoping to see it maybe. Uh, I don't know tonight. Uh, tomorrow or friday but i, I will so keep, keep it keep your thoughts like even keeled it's gonna it's not the best movie in the world but i i still yeah. enjoyed it like the matrix will always have a special place in my heart because of the idea and even <laughs> even after i i read a book that literally where the matrix got their idea from um i think it was called like the Jesus Christ, I forgot the name of the fucking book. But I read it a while back. But it's literally they call it The Matrix, and it's The Fucking Matrix. But it's still, I, I still love the idea of the movie. I still yeah. love the fact that I can see, you know, my, my favorite characters. We're missing some in the movie. I'm not going to say who, but um, I like that. It, the Matrix is one of the easiest movies to, like, keep remaking in a loop because it's a fucking loop. And they told you it was a fucking mm-hmm. loop. In the first fucking movies, so they can just keep doing yep. it. And pe- I think that some people I mean, don't understand that. I was, gonna, I was gonna say that that's kind of like it's kind of what they do with like time traveling, like uh, like Star Trek. Like literally, they can re- that whole franchise could just basically go over the same fucking story with a whole new cast, just yeah. because they went back in time one fucking time and changed everything. But then also the same is for true for uh, okay, what franchise? Like the DC universe could do it too, but uh. 
Oh fuck! There was one that was just thinking of, but I just fucking just slipped my fucking mind. But um, but yeah, like the whole what's what's cool about the Matrix franchise, at least for the first one, was that like they they basically tease about how like you know maybe it's reality real, and are we really in a simulation? And that was so that was kind of what's so great about the first one, and the second the the resurrection, just kind of like it kind of teetered on that a little bit, but not. Not too much. Like I think I think they if they would have teetered more on that, like, you know, this is why things are different. And like it's it's funny because there was a comedian or I can't there was a comedian who said that the reason why there isn't many payphones in around in around anymore is because they want to keep you in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like, pretty good. Where, when's the last time you saw a fucking payphone? Like it's been a I, 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 last time I saw a payphone, if you go to um uh Vasco Velasco Park in Campbell they have like Christmas lights and stuff there during the holidays, but there's one fucking payphone there. That's like the only payphone you fucking see. Actually, I have a picture on my Instagram, but like, yeah, you don't fucking see felt, uh, payphones anymore. It's kind of fucking ridiculous. I mean, it's not ridiculous because like, why is <laughs> fucking payphone? Do so, you remember be? Do you remember? Sorry, real quick. Do you remember going to look for the fucking f- uh, cell phone from the Matrix, like the one that just like popped out? Anytime you the Nokia? cell phone store. It was like it was like five million dollars back in fucking the early I'm sorry, the the late nineties and early two thousands. Yep. Yeah. Now to do it it was it was easier than that because you can there was a point where you can buy like a fucking case. And all it did all it all it did was just slide a little door that just lets you see your fucking keyboard. <laughs> yeah. But the actual <laughs> the actual phone I went that route. The actual phone was like a thousand dollars back then Damn. which is like basically a million fucking dollars today <laughs> so yeah you know we know it's kind of crazy too is that like uh in iron man like uh tony stark's character had or tony stark had a fucking phone that like the screen flipped sideways so it went from like portrait to like uh like full screen uh, horizontal mode or whatever yeah and like that's so that cell phone was like a couple of thousand dollars too like yeah movies movie ads for stuff it could it's it, it could be uh you can it can be proper profitable for the companies profitable. it's done right yeah so real quick uh, yeah, i was talking about the a book that the matrix kind of i don't want to say stole ideas from but definitely parallel thinking i'm just saying um if you go <laughs> oh i'm trying to find my, my like doing star wars thing. um if you go and read there's a really good book called the neuromancer it's called neuromancer and it's by william gibson and literally he uses the word the matrix and it literally describes the matrix so yeah it's like but it's also a really good book but he doesn't say like his version of the matrix is not people being used as batteries but it's like them going into like quote unquote cyberspace and this book was made in like I want to say the 80s yeah it was in like 84 so, yeah. yeah. Hold on, did somebody... Uh, like, did one of you message me? What happened here? Oh, I didn't message. Did I message? No, I, I got a message on the chat. It's it's fine. We're good. Okay. But, yeah. No, I, I, I plan on seeing it. I just... I got a little bit busy. I love the franchise. I, I want them to still do more. Look, I mean, truth be told, we've had some questionable, you know, or even bad, flat-out bad, Star Wars movies. We've had some bad Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 
those franchises kept chugging along and they're going to continue to chug along. Yeah, bad um, so the, Marvel a good movie. franchise can even have a bad movie or two and or a mediocre movie or two and still keep winning. Yeah, let me let me set some realistic realistic expectations. The Matrix Resurrection The Matrix Resurrections Resurrection is not as good as the first Matrix, but it's not as bad as the other Matrix movies. Okay. So it's, it's, not, it's not the best one, but it's not the worst one. That's fair. That's fair. I'm just glad they're still making them. I really am. Me so too. Yeah, I that's the first thing I said. Yeah, I want to see more. I don't, I don't give a fuck if... It, even if they were bad movies, I still want to see more because I love the idea. I love the idea of The Matrix. Did you... I was just going to real quick say, the thing about it, like everybody wants great movies, great movies, great movies. There are fun bad movies too, and nobody likes oh, to yeah. admit that sometimes. Like, you, it could be a shitty movie that's actually fun, and you just fucking personally love it. That can happen. Yeah. So, what is your like, what is a, a shitty movie that you that you love? Can you remember? Ooh. Um, in terms of shitty, shitty one. I mean, I love Saw. Right. That's not a great. I'm movie. sorry. Uh, shitty by other people's standards, franchise. but not by your standards, huh? but. Movies that were shitty by like critics and other people, that but were not shitty to you. That you Saw like. three, four, five. Okay. <laughs> for me, uh, for me, like okay, y'all guys, I know y'all guys hated these fucking movies, but I actually like uh, X Men Apocalypse. Oh shit! That's... Like I, I, like I know we talked about the shit. Like I, th- I, I mean, it wasn't a fucking perfect movie. It wasn't like. Like wow, this is fucking like the best movie Marvel movie or a Marvel comic book movie I've ever seen. But I don't know, just the, the whole fight scene at the end. Like I don't know, I, maybe it, it might have been my my fascination with Olivia Munn and her being <laughs> in the fucking movie that just sold it all, all for me. But even like when uh when Homegirl who plays uh I was gonna say Starfire, <laughs> but Homegirl who plays uh Jean Grey, like I don't know, like when she gets into her powers, I'm like oh shit, this is kind of fucking badass. And we have like the four horsemen with like Magneto and shit like that. And I thought that was all fucking kind of cool. But there was other parts I didn't like. But then a, another movie who that didn't get a much credit is uh, like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Like that movie is one of those movies that is a, it's a cult classic. Like it didn't do well in theater, but it it did really well like in box, like in movie sales and like I guess popularity. Like Scott Pilgrim is probably the one, it's, it's probably the best comic book adaptation of a, of a, a be, the best movie adaptation or both comic comic adaptation of a comic book yeah also like it, it did a really good job of being like if like if, if scott pilgrim was a video game before like the movie came out it would have been a very good video game movie because it just had the whole like fight scenes and like characters injury i thought they did have the game first. it was well, after, no, they, they it was did after. make a game for it but it, it was, was after, after okay yeah, yeah. It was like eight slash sixteen bit, so you know, there's that. Yeah, it was yeah. fun though. I liked that game. Oh, that game was a lot of fun. It was hard to fucking pass though. Like you, you can't, you can't play the game by yourself. I, you know, you I'm, need I'm, it. Oh, I'm cool. a fucking sucker for the Double Dragon nostalgia games, like the the beat 'em up. Yeah, oh, me too. No. Do you remember uh, River City Ransom? Of course. That was one of the greatest games of all fucking time. I have no idea why they have not made another one. Because I remember, like, the first time I played it, it was it was basically like a Japanese port that I played, but it was so awesome. Yep. Anyway. I looked this up. What, yeah. You haven't played it? All of the Streets yeah. of Rage. 
But yeah, but this is like River City Ransom. It puts to shame Streets of Rage, Double Dragon, oh, all those fucking yeah. side scroller, fucking whatever, beat em ups. It's, River City Ransom was the shit because you could upgrade your character mm-hmm. with like crazy shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> one of my favorite movies that. Wait, quick little thing. What's crazy about Double Dragon is that when you when you get to the end, because I remember I, I, me and my friend, we had this on the NES. We get to the fucking end, and the fact that you have to fucking fight the other player to get the girl, like, come on, man, like that's. Some, I mean, that's, that's you, a real you life have, show right You can have all kind of life left like there, but like, holy shit, that, that show was fucked up. Like, <laughs> what were you think of? Uh, so that's a real life shit. You got to fight your best friend to get the girl. <laughs> I guess you do. Life lessons. I mean, that's one of the Blues' life, life lessons. You should have fought him. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I should have, but, you know, I end up. <laughs> you would have won. It's all good. But then he, he, I mean, he lost against somebody else to get the other, the other girl. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, what, what the fuck movie? are they talking about right now? This His track record is pretty low. <laughs> yeah. Me and Blue, we, we go back a long, a long, long, way, long, long time. Long so, fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, one of my favorite movies that uh, deserves more credit was equal is Equilibrium. Oh yeah. Um, mm. I fucking love that movie, and people like it does it does not have high reviews. And it's that was one, a good fucking movie too. Yeah, it's it's great action and also like. Almost like not a premonition, but it's like, um, it's some not premonition, but how do I put it, people are still like uh, using drugs to control themselves to this day, like their emotional states to this day, like ADHD and shit like that. Yeah, and like using like all these other crazy <laughs> drugs that we think are normal now, but they shouldn't really be just. People need to understand, like, your reality is a reality and, like, learn how to cope with your reality. Reality kind of sucks. Like, I get that. It sucks. But, yeah. But also, gun katas are great. If you don't, <laughs> yeah. if you don't know what gun kata is, look up gun kata and then watch Equilibrium. The, the, the Equilibrium has, Equilibrium's intro has one of my favorite intros of all time. Like, him yes. doing his gun kata... And then he puts his guns down, and then his guns are fucking still, like, glowing from him shooting all the bullets. Fuck! My dick was hard, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good shit. That shit was great. That's good you know shit. what, I, I, would, I would say that's probably my favorite uh, Christopher, uh, was, Christian Christian Bell? Bell movies. Yeah. I mean, even though he did the Batman movies, he was in the Batman movies, but, uh, yeah, like, the, the Batman that franchise isn't actually my favorite. Fucking Ted Diggs was in it. Wow. So, so was Sean Bean. I'm just saying he died, obviously, because yes. it's fucking Sean Bean in the movie. If Sean Bean is in the movie, he's going to fucking die. <laughs> this is the truth. This is the truth. All right. Uh, should we wrap it on yeah, up, guys? Let's do it. Let's do it. I think, it, I yeah. think it's that time, that magical hour. Uh, Blue, what you got populating this week, goddammit? Oh, shit. Uh, fucking New Year's. New York is oh, yeah. fucking coming up. Uh, we're fucking two days away from 20, 2021 being over and 2020 part due <laughs> taking place again. Yeah. Our 2022, two, 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 two. Um, but yeah, uh, not too much happening. Like we were gonna, we're gonna have lunch or the Swedish and I we have the tradition. We're gonna Cheesecake Factory for on New Year's Eve, and. Um, 
we're gonna do that with some friends but one friend was like oh yeah no we're not gonna go because there's a thing called the fucking omiron curry on per percy i ate and we're like oh shit fucking forgot about that shit but uh hold on real quick before he even finishes that he didn't invite any of us anyway go ahead i don't know so yeah shit it's <laughs> it's a truth it's a it's a tradition with me and her and she like and, we and, have and, and your friends anyway. but not us but it's all good go ahead yeah, it's just hard. <laughs> hard as ass. No, it's not. It's not me. It's her. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, we're gonna we, we're just gonna get food to go, bring it home, um, have a little traditional thing like uh, I get, there's a Mexican tradition where like you eat, I think it's like, it's either twelve grapes or one grape for every year of that that time or something like. I think it's I guess twelve grapes. It's just twelve I grapes. I don't know Basically, this. Yeah, when a bell when the when it hits midnight, you have to eat like twelve grapes before like the the minute rolls over or something like that. For like as good luck, like out of like prosperity or something like that. I don't know. I do it because you said it's this is fun. a Mexican thing or a her family thing. I think it's a Mex. I think it's a Mexican thing. No, it like, is. It, some, it's have... a Spanish thing. Okay. Yeah. And you have to eat a bunch of grapes. Yeah, it's uh, twelve grapes. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm trying yes. to read the rest because I'm obviously I'm not Mexican or Spanish at all, but it's a good luck thing. Yeah, it's a good luck thing. You have to eat twelve grapes within that fucking minute yeah. before the, the doers kind of actually roll in. But um, I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be our, you know, our son. He's like, it's gonna be his birthday coming up too, so it's like, fuck, dude, I are. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like I, I'm trying, I'm, I'm playing. Uh, I'm, I'm playing Kino on the PS5 again. I love that game. Uh, right now, PlayStation Network has like a lot of fucking games, like holiday sales, like a lot of games are like 30 and 40 percent off. I know uh, Prodigy and uh, Old Ninja, they're playing B4B or uh, Back for Blood. Uh, that right now is like I think like 30 dollars for the game, but like if you buy the deluxe version, it's like 54, but you get like the season pass and stuff like that. Get fucking, it? Fucking Man Eater. We, we fucking skipped over this. I don't even know how this fucking skipped yeah. the radar, but Man Eater, their DLC dropped back in August. I think it's free, right? Like, Isn't it free? No, no, it's, it's $11. Oh, fuck it. The, the game DLC, was fucking awesome, though. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll pay the extra it's, money. That's a, it's, I think it's $19, but it's... It might be it might be cheaper than that, but that's part of the holiday sale, too. But then also, um... I know Chronos is playing this, but, um... Uh, Death, Deathloop is on there, too, for sale. So, all these games on the PSN right, network, there's like a... There's a good fucking list of games on there, and I'm, I'm gonna try to pick them all up, man. Cause like, you know, I haven't squat up with like, I haven't squat up with Prodigy in like a fucking while. Like it's, it, yeah. I need to get back in. I need to get back in my gaming too, cause I, I keep talking about shit every time, but like, my PS5, my PS5 is just sitting there on my, on my wall, looking fucking pretty like a goddamn trophy. But uh, yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I gotta play. It, but uh, yeah, other than that, just watch my kid finally fuck. Oh, one, one quick little thing. So um. For our, for our son, we did this thing called baby led weaning, which basically you let your kid. Yeah, <laughs> so there's this thing where so <laughs> basically what you do is like you feed your kid like solid foods, but you give them like you give them like like how can I explain it? So like if I gave my kid, I, I would give him broccoli, but it wouldn't be blended. Like I'll give him actually like a like a little like a tree of broccoli for him to eat on. Like even though, even though he wouldn't like, like 
chew it and like swallow it, eat it and stuff like that. I'll give it to him so he can learn that like, hey, yeah, I can grab this. I can put it in my mouth. I can bite on it. And like, he might get a few pieces in his mouth and blah, blah, blah. But eventually he'll learn that like, okay, I can take this food and put it in my mouth and I can bite into it and it can get into my mouth and I can chew it. So he learns how to fucking chew and stuff like that. So he's been doing that since he was four months and he's nine months now. So he's been doing that for like five months now. And today at his daycare, I made him a, uh, a to-go box of, it's, it's a small little box, it's very small, pasta with meatballs, stuff like that. And the daycare was like, yeah, like, yeah, your son, we got some food from your son, but it's like, it's like big chunk. It's like, they didn't believe that he can eat it. I'm like, well, if you can't eat it, like just, you can go ahead and smash it up, whatever not. And like the daycare was like super impressed that he was able to fucking eat it. Like my, my son has three teeth right now. He's got two on the bottom and one on the top. And he was like, and I, it's not his first time having it. Like I gave him to him all the fucking time. He can sit there, pick a piece in his mouth, chew, he, old people, old people got no fucking teeth and they could gum the shit out of fucking food. Like babies can do the same goddamn thing. So like he literally like gums the food and swallows it and like gets more. I mean, it's fucking crazy, but like they yeah. have they have dentures, but but yeah, kids. Oh, they have dentures. Hundred <laughs> percent, kids. <laughs> this is one of the things that I mean. I think both me and uh, Blue have read the Montessori books, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let your kids learn their own limits. I think that's one of the things that I took away from those books is like. They can do way more than you think they can, but I think that parents yeah. really limit them. And it's, it's crazy because, like, the first thing you think of is that, oh, your kid's going to choke, your kid's going to fucking choke. Okay, so the kid, like, there's choking and there's gagging. Like, like he would swallow something that's too big and he will, like, like and spit it back out. But he knows that, like, okay, this is too big to go in my mouth. And that, he, it's rare for him to gag on food. Like, he would, like, he knows his fucking, like, I can... I have to up, I have to give him a bigger spoon just because like he can handle more food in his mouth, which is which is fucking crazy. It's it's interesting. Like if any like look it up if you're if you're on here right now, your your spouse is pregnant. Look up baby led weaning, or if your kid if you have a kid, like look up ba- like baby led weaning, and you can see that like yeah like your kid can handle like foods that are like you can go to a restaurant and be like okay here like do you want to give him a dope plate? Like there's certain there's limitation, but there's it's 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 very interesting like definitely look into it like it's it's interesting to see your kid eat kind of the same food you're eating which is great that's awesome dude proud dad <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> all right Cronus, what you got oh uh, well you know the uh new year uh will be at the end of this week so happy new year to everybody you know what's weird to me is that every time I say Happy New Year, I have to uh, edit off the S off of New Year's. And I don't understand why the fuck I, I still have to think about not saying New Year's and just say New Year. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It's a black list. That's why I, guess I always it call it Squid, Squid Games. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to keep bothering me. But anyway, I'll get over it. Uh, yeah, this, this year has been uh, shitty just like uh, 2020. And I hope next year will be better. Um, and hope maybe next year, maybe next year we'll be moving to closer to Prodigy. Hopefully, the same city. Um, hey. But we will see. I think we're both kind of convinced to, to move down there. And yeah, so for all of you that are listening to this podcast, 
I hope all of you have a really good next year because obviously we're not gonna, you're not going to listen to us before next year because it's on what Friday or some shit. Saturday, really? Saturday, yeah. yeah, it's New Year. So yeah, thank you very much for listening. This has been actually a really good year for this podcast. Um, and I really appreciate all of you listening to us, watching us, however you consume our content. I appreciate it for all of you listening. And yeah, hopefully if, you know, coronavirus calms the fuck down and people get on board with like not infecting each other with fucking deadly diseases, we can get back out there and like see you all again and get back to doing conventions and doing interviews and stuff like that. But you know, this year, honestly, this the past few years have not been, it, it hasn't been great as far as, like, what we have wanted to do for the podcast. Yep. It's been terrible. Yeah. Our numbers terrible. have gone up, probably because of people, like, staying at home and shit like that, but we normally have, like, much better content. Well, not much better. We have it's, other content. It's more coherent we're all together we don't have motherfucking well, it's not even just internet more, dropping off it's not even just more <laughs> coherent it's just like we used to have like you know celebrity guests on and we've had oh, very yeah. popular podcasts with with the guests on but i think but it's difficult reacts. for us to all be like remote and have a guest on but hopefully next year we can get back to doing that shit and ho- hopefully we can get back to seeing you all and conventions and shit like that but Man, thank you all for for still listening to this podcast uh, over the past, you know, two years. I hope you all are safe, and I hope you all stay healthy. So I'll leave it at that. That's all I got. Wait, you know what? I'm going to throw one quick thing in there. So Spotify has this annual thing where you can see what podcast you listen to the most over that that year or whatever you listen to the most. So I want to put a challenge out there for anybody who can screenshot their their list and if if we're number one on that list and if on there on the list i think it shows like how many hours you've listened to that podcast and i would say anybody who has like a really high number i'm i will personally buy them a copy of death loop there that, you go look at that yeah well, hold on away. because they, they might not have a ps5 so um whatever whoever has like the highest Listenership, if you're a gamer, we will collectively buy you whatever game for your whatever console that you have, whatever game you want, we'll get it. And we won't buy you a PS5. <laughs> yeah, well, only because they're hard to come by. Like, if, if it was easy to come by, I, would have, I wouldn't have a problem doing it. But, or if you're a book reader, whatever book that you want, if you're whatever, whatever sort of medium that you, you consume the most. Um, we'll buy that thing for you. So yeah, even you might like a gift card. I think a gift card would be kind of good if you if you have if you have if you have a play bo- a PlayStation Xbox. If you have fucking a Spotify, if you have Amazon, you have this and that, like yeah, we'll buy you we'll buy you a gift card. Yeah. So uh, if you email us at uh, be then bti at gmail.com that's b t h a n b t i at gmail.com and send us a screenshot of like your highest listening podcast or whatever and you'll be in so there you go super easy awesome because in I january love, i love it when we come up with uh giveaway stuff like literally on the fly but it's, yeah it, it is fun and we uh, hold on real quick when we say giveaways like we're legit like 
anybody anytime we give we do giveaways like we literally do it like there Absolutely. was a, I mean, a couple of like last year or two years ago or something like that like we gave away like a a game even before that we gave away another game or some shit like that but people we make sure they take pictures of it put it on whatever social media like we're not bullshit like this isn't like some bullshit of like oh well you know listen to our podcast and get a PS5 I already said you're not gonna get a PS5 <laughs> only because they're they're fucking too hard to come by I'm not gonna get a bot to buy you a fucking PS5 but if, if we can get a PS5 again, easily then that'd be easier so well then again like I mean we're looking at the Spotify numbers, but if you have, I think, not Spotify, it, yeah, Spotify, but like SoundCloud, if your SoundCloud numbers are like fucking up there, screen that sh- screenshot that shit. If if you can if you can prove that you watch hell episode of this podcast, because I think uh like I watch I listen to Player FM, and on there like if you if you listen to a podcast that should be grayed out. So it's, but it doesn't show you like when you listen to it. It's yeah, this content is fucking hard. Yeah, we'll, we'll just do Spotify. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll just do Spotify because that shit's annually. More than just Spotify. But anyway, go ahead. Good shit. Um, definitely, definitely fucking with the Matrix. Definitely fucking with uh, some Back for Blood over this uh, New Year's Eve weekend. And then uh, shout out to the fact that uh, those golden nug plants are going to be coming in early January. I love the fact that people get the chance. Our listeners get a chance to vote on the best and worst shit of the goddamn year. The greatest thing ever is the fact that it's a collection from us of the things that we recommend or absolutely fucking hate. And so it's unlike anything else, and you get to fucking decide. It's not like uh, the Oscars or whatever where there's some elitist people uh, deciding for you. So that's coming soon. That's it. All right, take us out here, man. Uh, listen to it. You know where to fucking listen to us. We're all <laughs> over the goddamn internet. You know what the what time it is. You're listening right now. Goddamn it. You understand? Beat and BTI. Check us out. Fuck with us. Hit us up on uh, on uh, uh, social media or on uh, Beat and BTI at Gmail. Uh, show us your Spotify number one thing that uh, Blue mentioned in terms of number one watch to listen to podcast. And then please be safe over the new year. Please. Yeah. I can't oh, hear you. Please. He's muted. Oh, I muted myself because I, I left. But uh, yeah, you can't forget about our, our website at uh, Ben Hat Production slash B and BTI. And they also are on uh, Amazon, Spotify, SoundCloud, Everywhere. this and that, Facebook. Just Google us and you'll find us. After you find, after you hear the black man black, here then the black coffee from Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> from Autobots. Yeah. All right, y'all. Yeah. Peace. Yeah, this bitch.